you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends All. But one, let me tell you something. You don't knock on my fucking door that out. I'm in a wheelchair for two, bitch. If I don't open the door, if somebody call and falls, you probably got to call to your and tell them to come through the door. Don't bang on my motherfucking door like that. Yeah, it's it's, it's six thousand dollars that I pay for. I pay rent, market rent. You didn't call nine one one. No. You okay? I'm fine. Don't bang on my door like that. We got listen. We got someone called nine one one. Gives this. You don't get permission to go to people's doors and stuff, sir. And I'm recording too, so you should get the fuck out of my closet. Get the fuck out of my house. Have a nice day. Yeah. Don't open up my fucking door. Fuck wrong with y'all. Next time you call no one. Nobody called the police, bitch. Let me tell you I don't know why y'all playing with Rolling Ray, okay? At all. Because Rolling Ray will roll right on over you with his shit. Now let me tell you. Yo, he that was so interesting rough. because for those of you who are familiar with that voice, it's one of them distinct uh, Fantasia Ronald Isley vo- ass voices. One of the voices <laughs> you hear at one time. Michelle A, you hear the voice one time, you've heard it. You know what I mean? You know it every time you hear it. That's Rolling Ray. He has that sort of distinct tone. So if nothing else, flowers for that. <laughs> now, that was Rolling Ray cussing the Washington, D.C. Metro Police the fuck out for coming in his house. Which was funny in and of itself, but I feel like we can connect that to Pride Month. Because Mm. part of his tirade, right? Part of his tirade, he said, get the fuck out my closet. (laughs) And I felt like that was just in alignment with Pride Month. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out the closet. Y'all, it's Pride! (laughs) God damn it. In the words of Rolling Way, get the fuck out of my closet. Hashtag, get the fuck out of my closet. Get the fuck that out being my said, closet. welcome to the friend zone. And you got to hear Rolling Ray cuss the police out. So it's a bonus. It's a gift that keeps For the gifts. second time. Welcome to the friend zone. Because remember, mm, he the cursed second. them the fuck out during the protest. He literally rolled up to the line of policemen and got in their asses. So I was like, he is First, brave. Uh, <laughs> on the front line. Come on. Doing the work. Come on. Uh, on the front lines, okay? <laughs> Rolling Ray. Portia Williams, who? Okay, this is the real freedom fighter right here. Um, <clears throat> so with that being said, welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. And mental rolling ray shit. Because who in the hell wants a non-rolling brain? I know I don't. Uh, how y'all doing, friend? How you doing? I'm good. Trying to get my energy up. Dustin and I had to endure... Uh, 
airport the travel day chaos. From the bowels of hell <laughs> yesterday. So he didn't get home till almost two. I didn't get home till after two, and that was not the plan. So I am like no. half here. I'm supposed half to be not. back before eight o'clock. Literally, shower eight o'clock. Fed, getting ready for bed, and yeah. instead I was still yeah. in the air because <laughs> all you the spent flights the whole were delayed. Monday in transition. Oh my goodness! I had a welcome home committee set up that I couldn't oh, even attend. I'm sorry to hear that. Anyway, <laughs> waking up in the morning thinking about so many things. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, friend. <laughs> so I actually have this week's Black Business for you guys. This week's Black Business of the Week is presented by Target. Target invests in Black creators and brands, building a legacy of success. Let's rise together. Discover more at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. So Asante, you've heard of the McBride Sisters collection because I mentioned their name and you just like were on it. Yeah, they they them girls. You know, when it when it comes to black folks and wine, you know the McBrides, okay? Because they some? doing it. You've had some of them? I have had some. I think Moselle, shout out to Moselle. He put me on back in the Got day. Got it. What's up, Moselle? Come on with the wine connoisseurs. So it was founded in 2010 um, by the half sisters that did not know about each other. Isn't that something? <laughs> they Right, what a fucking story. Yeah, their father, you know, he had the one daughter in New Zealand and another daughter in California. And then on his deathbed, when he was passing from cancer, he told his family, whatever you do, just make sure that you get my daughters together. And they were like, how are we going to do that? Because they literally did not know where, where the one in New Zealand was. And funny enough, they were watching <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> and Oprah had, and then, you know, she would have like private investigators coming in to tell, to talk about finding displaced family members. And they were like, ding, ding, maybe we should call, you know, got the, got the contact, started writing letters and they got all these names uh, that they could reach out to. And boom, one of the letters worked and they were able to get the sisters together. And with the sisters reconnecting, um, they realized that they shared a passion for wine. Isn't that interesting? And then there was like, let's get it. Let's make a company, the McBride Collection. You can go ahead and grab that at McBrideSisters.com. That's M-C-B-R-I-D-E-S-I-S-T-E-R-S.com. I thought that story was so interesting. I was like, come on, backstory. You know how usually on a website when you click the about Usually right, but I, I was like, oh, it's like oh. You sitting there and throw like a novel, like oh shit. Right, they, what they, happened they next? gave you, they gave you the real. <laughs> and I also think that uh, the the alignment of them with their personal story and then them creating a wine company makes perfect sense because if it's ever been a conversation <laughs> that you needed to have over a drink of wine, a glass of wine, this would it's be the it. fact that I'm your sister <laughs> in New Zealand and and also in America, you know, vice versa. So. This makes perfect sense to me. Right. And shout out to them because they made real wine too. Not like, you know, I don't want to down no varietals or nothing, but they made wine, like wine, wine. So, you know, if, for those don't listening that's looking of, for like. Those of us that drink yellowtail. Look, that's why I said I don't want to shame. Look, was look hard. Th this ain't Diana Chateau, okay? <laughs> These these feet ain't bare over here. Now I'm just saying it's, it's real quality wine. You know you gotta let that be known because some niggas like, oh this is you know it tastes kind of like well you know. Oh, what's the one that Dustin? Grapes up in you there. were making fun of uh, Jade and I because we drink what's it called, Lambrusco. <laughs> 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 he 
your car that's cheap, y'all. That's Jay's old uh, ghetto <laughs> cigarette smoke, diaper <laughs> smelling ass, drinking Lambrusco wine, reuniting and shit. So anyway, you know I had Jay. brought her some one day, and she was like, "Oh, thanks." And this is a really nice bottle too. And I was like, "Yeah, I tried to pick the nicest one." <laughs> Which lets you know that she's been drinking what? See, because I heard, I heard you was talking, heard that you was talking shit <laughs> about me talking about the Lambrusco. But as you can see, I don't even have to say nothing because God don't play by me. You see how the truth just came out about that story, Jay? You've been drinking the cheap <laughs> shit, and it's okay. I am crying. So shout out to Robin mm-hmm. and Andreas incredible story and love affair with wine because now we have two black women two sisters who own a wine company i feel like we don't hear about that enough we don't see about that enough it's a very white male dominated industry so shout out to that Mm -hmm. once again the mcbridesisters.com go ahead and get you some they have the black girl magic collection which i saw on their website when you look through there they're different. I love that. I want to. I'm intrigued at the thought of Black New Zealanders now, and I want to know, like, do they have like Martin Luther King Boulevard in New Zealand? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got questions. I'm sure we have some listening. So Let us know. Do let's you have find one? Out. <laughs> you know what's and funny? McBride sisters, you too. Well, McBride sister is only one of y'all from New Zealand. You too. Let me know what's up. I want to know about the if you know about the hood in New Zealand. I want to know. So that's this week's Black Business. So last week's episode titled Kings Will Bow Before Her featuring Chica was very good, right? Let's clap for that. That was such a great episode. Shout out to the friend zone. So I'm I'm happy that those of you listening love that episode. A lot of people said it was in their top five or just their favorite that we've put out yet. And that's always a good feeling because we're almost what? six seven years in <laughs> so it's yeah. good that people still feel that way about episodes i That's knew wonderful. yeah i knew chica was gonna be awesome she's so funny she is so engaging she's just a natural and so present natural conversationalist well informed about lots and lots of shit so she can always have you know a, con- a contribution to the conversation and so i easy. just fucking love her because it wasn't great it didn't feel like work at all you know at all like you just knew she was gonna come on here up. and be the fourth member and it was just gonna be an easy breezy conversation so i'm glad because sometimes yeah. it's hard when the person don't really give you a lot then you gotta ask too yeah. many mm-hmm. questions but it just flowed exactly how it needed to shout out to chica Thank you so much for coming yes, on yes, to Chica. We Love You. And I saw her uh, posting you, about how she was excited love, to have love. been on. So that was a good feeling, too. So those of you listening had a lot to say about the episode. Who stood out to you, Asante? <laughs> well, friend, I decided to dip into the Patreon streets. Uh-oh. So um, I would actually like for you to go first because I don't want to steal your comment. You know, I, t- I chose a couple just in case because you know I know that's no, that's for <laughs> your like territory. You have mine. But, you know, I feel like you have mine. Well, okay. you know, it, you know, I'm still always a gentleman. So, ladies first, please. So, go ahead and tell the people what you found. No, I'm actually kidding. I just realized I have a Twitter street comment, so you can totally go first. <laughs> Well, I just want to give a shout out to Katie. She says, I love the fuck out of Chica. What a great episode. I was laughing, enlightened, and filled with joy. Friend Zone does it again. Just to piggyback off of what Friends said, it's like amazing that we've been doing the show for so long and that we still can put out this type of content. And then it's always a plus when we have guests like that. Like, it's just amazing. So 
I just love having Chica here and I love when it's always like a perfect fit when people are here because we don't have guests often, but when we do, it's always <clears throat> a great time. Literally. So shout out to you, Katie, and shout out to you again, Chica. Friend, what did you find out there in them Twitter screens since that's where you've been riding? Right. So Adriana said, yo, every artist that's gone on friend zone pot friend zone pot. Listen to me, I can't speak today. Every artist that's gone on friend zone, I fall in love with. First Ari Lennox and now Chica. I'm like, or or Anika. I never know. <laughs> I always say her handle wrong. Aronica. Is it or Anika or Aronica? Chica. <laughs> Chica, correct Chica. me. Hit me Chica. up. So I knew they were talented, but the friend zone creates a space for artists to just be and speak. And this has been an amazing episode. That makes me very happy to hear because those are definitely two of our absolute favorite guests. We've had some amazing guests too, so it's hard to even really pick a, a fave, but those are definitely up there. What did you find on the Twitter streets? Dustin Ross. I found a few things. This was really funny to me. Um, shout out to Carrie, friend of mine. Carrie. Um, it's Carrie underscore I-T-S-K-A-R-Y underscore. He tweeted laughing my motherfucking ass off with several O's uh, and quoted a tweet from someone whose Twitter handle is M-A-L-L-E-W-I. And they said, the 9 a.m. alarm, I keep snoozing and accompanied it with this oh. clip of Chloe and Holly. <laughs> It's nine o'clock, and are you up? 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 I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed that too. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny, y'all. I just, oh. I just, you know, I thought it was, um, thought it was funny um, i'm glad you're sending chloe some love because i saw her catching some heat for her her <laughs> cover of uh freaky ass nina simone now, i didn't understand what the backlash was about you motherfuckers ain't never read nina simone's lyrics or really listen put an ear to the tune that she was singing and talking about nina simone used to be talking that shit that's why she used to look like that all the time <laughs> i didn't even know what ha what happened Cause I hadn't seen the video. <laughs> Nina Simone. All I saw was some. I saw someone tweet, "Not Chloe throwing puss to Nina," and I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throwing Nina puss Simone, to baby. Nina. I was like, what? <laughs> she what had did that I mean? the first wet ass oh pussy. That was that was Nina Simone. <laughs> she had that flop. <laughs> oh Please. shit! It's nine o'clock. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I also want to give a quick shout out to at it's cloud nay I T S C L O U D N A I who tweeted, All right, this motherfucker could have just called me and accompanied it with a screenshot of like several oh voice God, message memos from the same from that. the same person. A new level of stress unlocked. I didn't know you could do that. What's Jesus. The point? It's nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like voice notes like that. Like keep it. Just call me. I only like them every once in a while. Like sometimes if I don't, if I'm walking or you know in transit or something, I have a, a I have to get 
uh, a thought or a message out really quickly, voice messages work perfectly. Also, there's nothing there's more enjoyable sweet. than like cracking jokes. Yeah, you could crack jokes and like send your friend, you know, you laughing at their joke. That's fun. It, gets, it adds more personality. I love personality. I love personality. <laughs> so it just it adds more personality to, to the conversation. And I love that. Mm, yeah. And just like call me. Just call me. Maybe I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Look. It's like maybe. a preview if you don't like being on the phone. So I take a voice note there and nine day, you mm. know what I'm saying? I like talking on the phone to people though. Y'all don't like talking on the phone? Sometimes. I do. I feel like the older I'm getting, I like it more again. Obviously, we grew up on the mm. phone, so I always yeah. liked it. Then the cell phone kind of made me not like it, and I preferred texting, but now I'm back on it. You know, I have to say, I, I have friends like Jade who love talking on the phone, and mm-hmm. Maya loves talking on the phone. Like, a lot of my friends love calling. It's <laughs> 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 it pushed that out of it's nine o'clock. <laughs> I sound like an asshole. I'm like, and they they love calling, and in I don't care. I call the shit out of Jay too. I'll call the shit out of Jay. No, honestly, she's made me. me enjoy it more. Like now, I'm like, let me call and see what she's doing, <laughs> yeah. and we'll call and, and check in. And Claude, like, I have friends that like calls. My mama. <laughs> so, I I too have grown to enjoy them. <laughs> Ooh. The phone start ringing, you be like, it's nine. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> nah, but um, I like talking on the phone, especially like when it comes to like dates and like, you know, people yes, you like interested in or whatever. I think cute. it's important. I think it's important to talk. I agree. Um, and especially FaceTime. But there's also a difference between FaceTime and talk. people are more comfortable just talking on the phone because, you know, there isn't the responsibility of presentation there. Ugh. You can be anybody you want to when you're talking on the phone. Yeah. But on FaceTime, you know, you got to clean out your eyeballs <laughs> and shit. Especially when it's an unexpected and, FaceTime know, yeah. where they just FaceTime me out of nowhere. I'll be like, fuck. You, you trying to run, mm-hmm. throw something. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't be like damn. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with long distance, because yeah, I'm I don't mm-hmm. really care for Facetime either. But I, with long distance, I get it because you gotta you know keep each other entertained. Keep you do, spicy. but I'm not into that that freaky Facetime shit. Don't do nothing but piss me off because you can't have one. it. If I'm going to look and be sexually stimulated digitally, it's going to be by a motherfucker I don't know, aka a porn star, and hopefully, uh, um. A random amateur porn star at that. I don't like the big box office, you know, and no pun intended when I say box <laughs> office. But I don't like the big box office porn stars, you know. I'm not going to say I don't like them because some of them do be hot or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I like amateur porn because it leads more into the fantasy of you actually being there. Kind of create your own. Create your own. Yeah. A little plug and play fantasy there. No pun intended. Boy, these sexual innuendos are just rolling in out there. They're rolling right today, goddammit. Rolling in. It's just harder for me to continue because every time I. You had one earlier too when you said. See, um, When you was talking about the, the business being. Women concocted. It wasn't intentional. The sex toy business. Oh yes, the the people will hear that. Women concocted. I said. I'm sorry, y'all. There's a joke there. (laughs) Women concocted a sex toy company. That was hilarious (laughs) to me. I just, but I didn't want to say nothing because it wasn't my moment. So I shut the fuck up. Why is it that when you need them to move faster, he's like, "Oh, I got a scan. Oh, you need a sign," and he's standing there. I'm Mm -hmm. like, 
Bruh, <laughs> killing me. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I had a package that came out of nowhere. That must have been DHL no. or somebody like that. They are taking too <laughs> Actually, long. Actually, it was. That's funny that you're saying that. <laughs> That's hilarious you? that you said that. It's wow. 9 o'clock. <laughs> what I tell you? <laughs> Sorry, that was ghetto, but we're back. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. That's okay. Listen, this show is all about being real. Ain't it? We're going to keep it real on this show, okay? <laughs> if you got a damn package that you can't miss, you got to get and it. And y'all know I live in a building trying to chase where it. people be yeah. stealing shit, so... Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to literally be very, on the packages ass. Wow, that's, <laughs> right. that's right. Wait, speaking of packages, real quick. Shout out to Nascent, who he actually hit me to tell me how his name is pronounced. Nascent. He sent me okay. the his merch. Look how cute. It says so minus the dope. bullshit live screen. And then it has, well, you can't see in the back, but it has a beautiful rose. And then he sent me these candles, too. So dope. Yes. Sweet. Thank you, Nasen. Yeah, and tell him I agree too. Minus the bullshit. Life's like great. And if Amen. you want to go ahead okay. and get that, um, you can literally just Google minus the bullshit. Life's great. His name is N-A-S-C-E-N-T, and the merch will pop right up. It's super cute. It's well made. What Y'all the merch know. gonna do, friend? <laughs> pop right What's up. The and it's well, it's well made because one thing I love is a well-made T-shirt. Sometimes you order merch yes. trying to support, and then you be like, "Oh wow, this probably not gonna be able the to wear shirt this." Feel for like long. a paper towel. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to you. That looked like a heavy cotton. Ain't it? It's so cute, and it's mm-hmm. cold as hell in my That's house. So it's perfect. But I just wanted to shout him out because that was very, very kind. I'm still listening to your project, and it's always dope to connect. And back to you, Dustin, because I know you were reading your Twitter street tweets. Yeah, no, I actually had that. I had completed my journey. God said, that's enough. <laughs> yes, he did. We are He's trying had his to hang hand on me today. all weekend. He didn't have his hand on me all weekend. I'm telling you, I was in Dallas. Shout out to Juneteenth. Oh, that's right. That was this weekend. How'd it go? It was great. Um, had a little bit of business in Dallas, so I went for a whole lot more of play. Come on. Uh, it's been so long, you know, It's it's been 84 years since we were all able to gather in clubs and shit, you know, How with cute. our choice and be vaccinated. It was also Black Gay Pride. Shout out to Dallas Southern Pride. Uh, Little Kim was there. Rick Ross hosted a party. That's uh, so dope. A Black Gay Party, by the way. Wow. Which was insanely dope to me. Um, Cash Style was there. I didn't get to see her perform, and I'm bummed about it because I had the parties mixed up, and there's a lot of moving parts, moving body parts. (laughs) So I had to, uh, you know. But uh, it was a great weekend, and it felt so good to see if you've ever been to a Pride weekend like that, you know there's a, a family reunion element of it where you see people that you only see at Pride <laughs> and you, you only see once a year. Right. So those familiar faces, especially coming off of the pandemic, you know what I'm saying, the whole-ass pandemic, it was so good to be able to see people and, and show some love. So shout-out to everybody. Saw a bunch of people who listened to the show. Shout-out to everybody I saw. Hey. They had love for you, Asante, and you, friend, you. and our show in general. Um, people were commenting about the Patreon, all that shit. So... Thank you so much to everybody, and it felt so good to, Love to y'all see Dallas. and be seen. <laughs> yes. I was in Portland all weekend. You guys, I finally narrowed down the neighborhood I'm moving to. Boo. After, <laughs> Boo. after many trips of research, we finally narrowed it down, so I'm very, very excited. And then now that I have the neighborhood, um, it's just a matter of narrowing down the home, so... Lots of prayers in that direction. And it was so much fun, honestly. I actually got to see a lot of you. You know what's funny? It's warmer out 
So the black people were out, <laughs> and that made me very happy oh, because <laughs> okay. every black person I saw, you know, you got to give each other that look. Well, a lot of yeah. black girls came up to me and were just like, yo, this is really happening. I'm like, yes, it is. Get ready because y'all know I'm going to bring it to Portland with the, <laughs> the guys' faces. <laughs> I'm going to bring it to Portland in so many ways. Just my energy, um, creativity, and businesses that I have in mind. So this is going to be a, a wonderful love affair, and I'm very excited to be. Fran went soon. to that neighborhood and was like. Ah, <laughs> you saw. <laughs> Literally, I can see it all already, so I'm excited. At least it's not the one across from the uh, cemetery, is it? No, someone bought that house. Good, mm. good for good no, reasons. You fuck around and be in a Jordan Peele movie every day of your life. <laughs> fuck that. I really wanted it. It was so perfect, but it's fine because I'm going to find what I need. So I'm not even worried. God got me. But I good. love Portland. Headstone free. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it was crazy coming back to New York and dealing with JFK. It just for me was just like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, this Can't is why I don't have the capacity <laughs> For this anymore. Just that big yeah. energy. Big, big energy that I just don't have anymore. Because the airport was insane. It was like a, a club line wrapped around waiting for cabs. And only two cabs were coming up. Three cabs. Like, So is something going on with the cabs that I'm missing? I'm, I think that just because um, there it was raining like hell last night. Mm -hmm. And the Ubers and Lyfts were surging. And I think that that... Everybody was rushing to the yellow cabs because you don't have to pay that surge price. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's cheaper. So that increased the need for them. And I think there just wasn't enough. I think a lot I've of cab drivers ain't working like right that. now. Yeah. I had never seen a shortage like that. But I actually took the, because um, I was like, fuck. I initially went to, once I saw that inflated ass Uber price, I went to go take a taxi. And once I saw that line, I stood in it for a moment because I thought it's a taxi line. That uh, Taxi lines move are quick. long, but they move yeah. quickly. Yeah. But once we went, I noticed we, I, you know, I was scrolling my phone, you know, a little bit or whatever in the meantime. But once I noticed we hadn't moved up a little bit, you know, I was like, wait a minute, we ain't even moved. And I was like, let me get out of here. So I took the air train so um, from JFK over to Howard Beach and then ordered my Uber from there. And it literally cut the cost in half. That was so smart. Wow. So smart. Just took it, just went off of airport property. And then caught an Uber from there, and it literally cut my cost in half. So that was super smart. I try. I don't usually take Ubers from the airport, to be honest, because I find it overwhelming trying to find it. And you know how Uber drivers always want to fight you. Like, I'm mm -hmm. in the lower level. You need to come down there, or they like can't find you. It's always something that makes finding mm -hmm. them such a fucking hassle. So I just jump in the cab because it's like it's right there. Mm -hmm. I don't have to think about it. Don't have to find it. And but. That wasn't even an option last night, so I was super overwhelmed. But I ended up just waiting for the Uber, and he did the same bullshit. I'm in the lower level. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't care what level you are on. I'm at I'm passenger I'm pickup at. D. Yeah. Like this is where I'm. And it's at. weird that they charge you all those like surcharges and do all that extra shit, and it's like you still get terrible service. Like fight it's not. You. It's not any more convenient to actually take the take the ride. So it's like, why am I paying for all this and y'all not doing? And I don't anything? get the back and like forth anything. thing they want to do because it's like if i'm at passenger pickup d and you know where that is is it not easier for the both of us for you to just go straight there that's why it was a just designated uber 
pickup so it's easy to find. But instead, he wants me to take all my suitcases, <laughs> go up a level with my suitcases, me. Can't, I had like three. And then you want me to come find you. Like, come on, bro. Just difficult no. for no reason. All those people there I with the in- delayed flights, too. So it was already... More chaotic than than usual Mm -hmm. when New York is already that. But it was like so many flights from around the world were were coming in at that time because it was like around midnight. It was crazy. Crazy. All the niggas was coming back. (laughs) Two things. Number one, I was glad you could smoke. Because in New York now, because clearly, I once I saw this was about to be a stressful situation. Oh, let me tell you that shower okay. when I got home. What? What? <laughs> I took a gummy. So then, <laughs> that's how stressful. <laughs> I know that's right. You're not fully clean unless you're gummy fully clean. Uh, so uh, then, so that happened. So that eased my stress of the situation, right? But when I was in Texas this weekend, now mind you, it's the South, and for some reason I have the most interesting and peculiar experiences <laughs> in Ubers and Lyfts in the South, Uh-oh. always. And I get in the, in the motherfucking, first of all, it's already hot. Texas is literally like, it's like a weighted blanket of sunshine. <laughs> I have never in my life, it's like you can't escape the sun. Even when you're in the shade, oh, you can still feel right the now. sun beating through whatever's on top of mm. you, right? So I was already hot, and then there was extended wait times because there weren't as many Ubers and Lyfts available in Texas and Dallas or whatever. So it would always be a long wait. So there were times I would be waiting. Anyway, by the time the Uber comes, you're just happy to be able to get in the vehicle and cool off right. and be on your way wherever you're going. So we get in the fucking Uber in Texas, and it's a black guy driving, older gentleman or whatever. He had a little... What's some hats, like a little newsboy hat style hat on or whatever, right? So I already, you know, my red flags and my defenses kind of went up a little bit. I was like, this might be one of the things. I'm like, whatever, I'm having a good time, you know, whatever. So as we riding and shit, we trying to have a conversation in the back seat or whatever. And I hear, it's like another voice. I hear more voices than just me and the person that's talking. And I'm not talking to the driver right now. So who else is speaking? And I hear that he's listening to some sort of, all I know is it was a woman talking and she was saying something about, and, and see the spirits, you, when you allow uh, certain forces in your life, then the spirits didn't begin to think. I said, hey, hey, <laughs> uh-uh. I was like, you're going to have to, we're going to have to change. Can you cut on some music? Can you, cut, can, can you put on some music, please? Can you cut on some music? Oh, okay. I, and so my friends started laughing because everybody know, y'all know how I am about certain shit. Like, do you keep that shit from around me? You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot, don't force nothing on me. I grew up in a, a organized, forced religion. Right. I don't, want, don't force nothing on me. So I trigger. heard that when I heard that woman get to talking that bullshit <laughs> and saying something about bullshit, and, and and all you got to do is then the spirits that you let in your life and mm-hmm. I and she was this little tongue speech. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. So made him change it. Then the <laughs> so my friend was laughing because of the way I, I had such a visceral reaction to the, you know what I'm saying, to that that rhetoric I was being slapped in the face with. And so my friend started laughing. Then the driver started laughing too, talking about, oh, it's just some talking. No, it ain't just no talking. I don't want to hear that. Cut on the music. <laughs> then he tried to be funny and he gonna cut on the scan radio station. So it was playing for like 10 seconds, then going to another one, going to another. Like I had to be making, after it kept skipping, I was like, just let it play. He was like a scanning you got to pick well you gotta let me know it was an what experience and i'm like so maybe you maybe you was listening to that because you needed to listen to that or whatever apparently but you got a lot on your shoulders today bro but i don't need to hear i would have been so in the car with, that it, shit with him like me. yes <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I didn't know who that woman dollars. was 
She sounded like she was lying. Everything Stop. she said was like being said to win the crowd over. You could tell by the way they was, it was, you know, church would be like that call and response. Mm-hmm. Like I say go, you say yeah. It was like that. So everything she said, they was responding. And she was, like I said, she started speaking in tongues a little bit. And I was like, oh, <laughs> all this shit got to go right now. So I made them cut the music on that's my Texas Uber story. I am crying. I didn't have any weird stories. Portland is just Portland. <laughs> that was incredible. I'm telling that you. I got think I'm, I'm telling you the truth. It was horrible. <laughs> Were the parties fun? Huh? Were the parties fun? Hell yeah, the parties was fun. I see it I in your face. My apologies. I'm going to tell you right now, too. Uh-oh. Because I got Disclaimer. a couple of reports back that about things. Oh, on a night that I really felt like was going really smoothly or whatever, and I was having, I was at full control, people was telling me about parts of the night that I had kind of forgot. So if anybody <laughs> was at Area 111 in Dallas on Sunday night and you saw anything, you know. Keep it to yourself. I just hope that it speaks to the <laughs> the fullness of the totality of my, of my personhood. That's all. Wow. I hope that's the way you receive it. I would have paid to be there. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. So this week's episode (laughs) is a Dustin Ross takeover. So let us know what we're jumping into this week, Dustin Ross. Well, it's been a minute. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you hey. without a dope Crime Zone episode to step to. Mm. So uh, we are bringing back the Crime Zone this week, taking a taking it easy, okay? We need it, Lord. Uh, we need it. We need it. And this actually, I found this article. Um, I actually saw it in a tweet originally from B. Scott. Hey. Um, shout out to B. Scott. Uh, we love you, B. Scott. And shout out to Denver, who actually wrote this article on the website. <laughs> Denver is crazy as hell. And so the fact that I know he wrote this is is hilarious. We love you, Denver. Now, so this article, okay, was posted on June 5th, 2021 on Love Be Scott, as I said, written by Denver Shine. And it's titled, Say What Now? Westchester School Principal Sued for Allegedly Making an Employee Take Racy Pictures. Right? Okay. So when I see this headline, I'm like, Okay, let me just see what this is about or whatever. And these are, for those of you that are watching on Patreon, oh my God. you can see oh the picture God. of the principal. And you can see the young lady, the teacher who Why would they she do that was. to the principal? Yeah. So let's tap. <laughs> so let's tap. And if anybody missed it, let's go. Yeah, that's ass that you see. That's Why a sign of her do ass. That? Okay. Well, why would she right, do that? Now. <laughs> <laughs> that one like it goes like this right it says a Yonkers school secretary was forced to take raunchy photos of her principal mm. posing in a thong at the school and the stand store the photos on her cell phone along with dick pics and other images and now she is suing via the New York Post it reads 
The principal enlisted the under, underlings' help in order to hide the sexy snaps from her husband and save them for her lover, the school secretary and her attorney told the Post. So it's already some <laughs> shit in the game. You got the you got the attorney and of the school secretary who was, I guess, so a new shutterbug, a, a new shutterbug, y'all. But uh, <laughs> they are speaking to the New York Post about this. So Giselle Vasquez, right? She's a 35-year-old single mom, and she was hired as a Spanish-speaking secretary for principal. You ready for her name? This is the bitch name that made her take the pictures, right? Evelina Medina. <laughs> not Medina. My God. Right. And not to Medina. That's the best thing going for her is that, <laughs> that she shares that last name with somebody else that we Holy. know. Holy. But her first name is Evelina. Evelina. I'm crying. E-V-E-L-I-N-A. Now, y'all already know Queen Eveline from The Wiz. And, you know, Mary J. Blige played Eveline in The Wiz on uh, Live that came on NBC. It's a great role. But you already know she up to some bullshit if the bitch named Evelina. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. Sorry. That name with that so she's picture 42. is a lot. Jesus. <laughs> it up. She's 42. I'm not going to say what school this was at, but it's an 865-student magnet school five minutes from Scarsdale, New York. Um, and so the principal soon pushed her to do far more than just clerical work. The Manhattan Federal Court Papers claim. So this has made it all the way to Manhattan Federal oh, Court. Oh, God, that's so embarrassing. You know they all have the picture and texting it to each other and shit. Of course they <laughs> oh do. And wait God. till you hear what else they was texting to each other. Okay. Oh, no. That's so embarrassing. On May 24th, 2018, Medina texted Vasquez, <laughs> okay? So the principal texted the lady, the school secretary, right? A photo of a man lying in bed in his underwear and instructed Vasquez to save the photo for her on her own phone, court paper state. Quote, to this day, I don't understand what would make her so comfortable to ask me to do that for her. End quote, Vasquez told the Post, explaining that the women were not friends. Quote, I wondered if I don't do this, what would be the repercussions for me at work? I'm a single parent, and I thought what would happen if I said no. Now, that's some real ass that shit. Is. Mm -hmm. You can't be put in that you know, peculiar circumstance of your boss you know, telling you to do some shit that you ain't comfortable doing. This We hear about this kind of stuff all the time. So many people find themselves in this fucked up circumstance, right? So she said the next day, the principal ushered her into the school office and ordered her to take a photo of her. She hands me the phone and says, close the door, Vasquez told the Post. <laughs> Medina Denver's I know friend I'm like see that's for me I'd have been like okay now bitch you tripping <laughs> I, I, I feel you if you want me to keep the secret but we I ain't finna be locked <laughs> sitting up in my name ain't Brandy bitch I ain't sitting up in my room with you <laughs> like I'm getting out of here this is the okay. wildest so, shit I've read in a minute and wait till you hear the twists and turns this story is about to take this is why I felt like I have to talk about this on the show. And I, I tweeted about it a while ago, and I was waiting until it was my week because I really wanted to share this on the show right. with the audience because I knew I know how nosy and, and, and messy y'all are, so I knew you was going to love this. I now I'm putting it on the listeners when he wanted it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. So she said, now remember she said, she says that she brought her into the, into, uh, the off school office and told her, to close the door and she handed her the phone medina then proceeded to lower her pants and let her pasty ass white legs and ass cheeks out lowered her pants to her ankles turned around and exposed her buttocks in thonged underwear and posed according to port this court is papers insane. 
insane. When I looked back, her pants were already down, Vasquez recalled. I was shocked. I ain't know what to think. I really just froze. I worried that if I left and just left her office, there could be a student or employee or anyone there. Her office is in the main office, and there's a lot of traffic. Mm. Medina then texted the nearly bare butt image. So she took the photo and texted the barely butt image to Vasquez's cell phone and asked her if she could help edit them. The complaint says she wanted. Now y'all ready for this? <laughs> what y'all think she wanted her? To, how she wanted to edit the photos? She wanted some she wanted blur to... on her butt cheeks. She wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wanted it a says, mm-hmm. or it says, "Quote: She wanted to smooth out the dimples." <laughs> dot dot dot. Her cellulite. Mm, end quote. Mm. That's Chris told the post. Baby, I can't do nothing about that koozie sweater on the side of your butt cheeks. You got to figure that part out. And while you're playing cellulite, be looking no. sexy a lot of times. I anyway. have cellulite so, and, and it's listen. It's something about stretch marks and cellulite that's kind of sexy. Bong, bong, bing, bing. I have both for okay. you. <laughs> I just okay. don't understand why she had to share her stretch marks and cellulite with this woman. I just, like, I'm just And these women weren't friends. Not saying that being friends. Well, no, I'm lying. Because being friends would make sense. Like, if I'm cheating on my partner... And my friend is helping me do that. And we have an understanding that that's what this is. Like, listen, you know I can't keep these pictures on my phone because blah, blah, blah. And then my friend's like, I got you. But old girl saying that they not even water cooler and work friends. And that's what like, I'm not understanding. How do you decide <laughs> this is the dynamic between you and someone you don't fucking know? What did you think was going to happen? She said, I don't even say good morning to this lady. And she's my boss. And she's doing and her this. her butt like, cheeks are out. Like, what the part of the game she is She in a this, thong like, in a in an office with a yeah. high traffic of kids in a school in a school why you gotta, what, what you're doing coming up in here anyway why you why are you even thinking about taking news and we in a goddamn school bitch you can't wait till you get off work Cle- what, what, Cle- right because i'm trying to figure out who's this man like is this somebody she met on school property because why is any of this happening during school hours let alone <laughs> on school property because well, she, like, well, she can't oh, do it oh god wait till you hear what happened five days later on may 29th right <laughs> The principal texted, so five days later, the principal texted Vasquez another sex shot, this time of a man lying in bed holding his erect penis, the complaint alleges. Medina instructed (laughs) Vasquez to save that photo for her, too. On more than one occasion, Medina made comments about her lover's penis size and how it satisfied her more despite being smaller than her husband's penis size, the suit said. Now, this is where I get, like, what was you, how was you, like. (laughs) It's you saying Medina over and over for me. (laughs) Medina. This is killing me. But uh, we should have called her Mapinga, as many dicks pics as the bitch had in her goddamn phone making this uh, school Well, his dick was smaller, so it would be. Oh, Mapinga (laughs) Pekina. No S, no S pinga, no S da pinga. Okay, S da ping, S ping. This is the ping. <laughs> no God. No pinga, no pinga. Oh Jesus. <laughs> no pinga. Y'all, this no, story no, no is pinga. El ping. What what okay. city is Jesus. this? This is in Scarsdale, New York. Oh, so this is upstate. Mm-hmm. Child, that might be some a now, relative of mine. Let me look at her face. Is there more pictures? It says 
<laughs> Medina used my client as her own personal Dropbox to keep the sexy pictures away from her husband. Wow. Said attorney Christopher <laughs> Berlinger. Berlinger. Due to the serious nature of the sexual harassment here, we felt there was no other option but to bring a civil action. The federal suit charges that Medina on several... I'm telling you, it's getting worse, y'all, okay? <laughs> I got to take my gum out for this. <laughs> the federal suit charges that Medina on several occasions showed Vasquez her iPhone and told her to read the triple X-rated sexts that she and her lover had exchanged. I don't know why she wanted me to read it, Maybe she didn't have friends or family to confide in. That's Chris told the post. Now let me stop right here, cause I ain't, you know, I ain't trying to step on nobody's toes of lawsuit, right? But <laughs> she is really laying it on thick. I don't know why she would want me to take the pictures. I don't know why she would want me to read the text. Maybe she doesn't have friends or family to confide in. Go on, girl. That's she exactly how you're supposed to do this. What the motivation is? is That's right. Is. She is completely bewildered. That's how you got to be it's in a true. situation mm -hmm. like this. I don't know what was wrong with the. This home. is giving. I don't know this why is giving. She did this. Oh, my neck hurt so bad after that hit. Oh my god, I need mm -hmm. to sue you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know why she's so comfortable. I did not give her any inclination she should be. None. But I get it None. though that okay. you know that that does happen when we've talked about the power dynamics in the office. Like your boss, not that she would get you to do anything because it's gonna vary for people. But you know your boss has asked you shit that you're like, I don't want to fucking do this, but you just feel stuck because it's your fucking boss. So I know, especially as a yeah. single mom, she probably was like, "Fuck, what the hell? I gotta take this." She's like, for real though, I gotta look at this bitch ass cheeks. <laughs> Damn. All right, she had them pasty cakes out. You hear me on that This picture. is the wildest and over, fucking... Wide. And this is a principal, y'all, of a school. A principal, a whole That's principal. the worst part. You're supposed to be uh, believing the children are our future, bitch. <laughs> and you back... <laughs> yeah, you back there with your hands on your knees. Busting it wide What the hell is going on? My best yeah. friend's a principal. I'm going to send this to her. I'm so curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is how y'all getting down to 2021? Send it to her. Okay. Send it to her. And then text her, get a tripod. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. this, and then you're the principal. I know you got the keys to the kingdom. You could have took your ass to audiovisual. They had no tripods in audiovisual. You oh, could have used I think real quick. The story didn't go that crazy. Damn. Do y'all think she have she had a thing for this secretary? Was this like a let me let, let's just a grooming? Let's just keep on. Let's keep on reading. Oh, Maybe she did. I wonder if she did like admire the secretary. She's like, ooh, I want her to be like my homegirl. Or if it was a little basic instinct and she was like, yeah, I want to, you know. because this is too intimate. See if our kitty cats me. match. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So she says, um, she says, I don't know why she thought it was okay. Maybe because she thought I was just her secretary and I wasn't going to say or do anything. In June, so now we moved into June, right? She says that in June, Medina allegedly directed Vasquez to book a hotel room in Yonkers using Vasquez's credit card for the purposes of a rendezvous with her lover, the suit says. Okay. The suit does not name the alleged lover, and the explicit images and texts were not filed as case exhibits, but they were shared with the Post. The principal invited Vasquez and Sandra Guzman, an assistant principal at Dotson, to happy hour after work and her lover and his brother showed up. Medina told Vasquez that she should date her lover's brother, the suit says. So the principal is now telling the secretary that she needs to date her lover's wow. brother. 
Vasquez told the Post that she believes Medina wanted, quote, cover for her dalliance. So she wanted to have basically an alibi or a reason to be around this person. And and she thought that creating this fake relationship would give her the alibi. Right. Vasquez, quote, felt uncomfortable during this encounter and ultimately told Medina that she had to leave, the complaint says. Vasquez finally complained to a supervising clerk about inappropriate things going on. Get into this, y'all. Rather than set up a meeting, the supervisor merely responded to just put in a request for transfer. That's not funny. The complaint says. But that's what they said. So she told them it's some inappropriate shit going on, and the supervisor told her to transfer. That's so dumb. Wow. Literally, literally why she didn't do anything in the first fucking place. Mm-hmm. Because of, the no, of no action being taken. So here we go. That was in June, right? On August 9th. So now we're all the way. This shit started back in May. We're all the way into August. So that's months and months of this, like, this relentless just, this bitch is crazy. Like, <laughs> And, and who's to say that the secretary wasn't crazy? Because what if she was about to be like, all right, you know what, bitch? You know, and start mm-hmm. blackmailing a hoe. Like, hell yeah. Like, what and, the fuck? And, and shove one of them, uh, some of that wide-ruled notebook paper up her ass. Next time she... <laughs> Next Stop time it. she tell her to take a picture in that thong, <laughs> shove a legal pad in between the crock of her pasty motherfucking ass. Hard as you can. You know how them legal pads got that hard piece of cardboard on the back, too? <laughs> That's what you do. Shove that right next to this. Wedge it. Okay. This is On nuts. August 9th, Vasquez did just that, but, quote, received no response from HR. The next month, so now we've gone from May all the way into September, the sleazy directives continued with Medina ordering Vasquez to buy her black lingerie during her lunch break, quote, because she had a date later in the city. I don't know why this is funny to me because there's nothing funny about this, but it's probably because it's so wild. It's like, like, what? This really happened. Like, this feels like a movie. Okay, y'all want to, y'all really want to laugh? Yes. And these are the, the details and nuances that I knew made this a story that I had to share with y'all and our audience. So she told her to go in this, buy her black lingerie during her lunch break because she has a date later in the city, the complaint alleges. Medina gave Vasquez $50 and told her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get you some Yandy. Okay. She gave her $50, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. And told her to go to the Romantic Depot adult store. Wait, is that a thing? The Cardi, Wait, the me... Cardi B Romantic oh you know, you Depot? Oh my God, the Cardi B. <laughs> Stop it, please. I knew I should have worn this. I told y'all, this, just, this, gets, this keeps getting better and better. Romantic it keeps getting better and better. Depot. You got to look it up, Romantic Depot. Why, it's in Brooklyn? The Cardi Oh no! Apparently, it's one up in Yonkers. Child, they, yeah, they, have, have, they have several locations. This is a franchise. We it laughing. is. There used to be one down the street from where I lived in Harlem, and they had Cardi B in the front, where you could spin her, uh, spin around for prizes because she used to do the commercial. This well, is. apparently, they got that lingerie for the low too, because I ain't never seen nobody uh, get black lingerie for a date with fifty dollars. <laughs> so that's a good price. <laughs> that's a good price. I said, "What the fuck? She gonna get this bitch a wife beater and some boxer briefs? She go, <laughs> you gonna get you some fruit of the looms, motherfucker? What is she gonna get this hoe? Because I know my wife beaters be twenty dollars a pack." <laughs> A shirts, you know what I'm saying? Look, yeah. your romantic. Yeah, that must have been the shelf she went to because see the thongs and butts on the bottom. <laughs> well, why they got Takashi Six Nine up in here too? He did a commercial for them. He sure did. Wow. Wow. Look at him. Of course he did. 
Of course <laughs> he did. Just, this is crazy. I needed this. Because, and that makes sense because you think about sex when you look at Takashi 69. <laughs> Child. I don't know how much like, he got where, paid for that. Who figured that out? <laughs> Must be nice to have fans. <laughs> All right, so back to crazy. Back back to funky Cole Medina. Child. Okay. <laughs> it, a quote, an, an intimidated and uncomfortable Vasquez decided she was not going to make the purchase and instead returned the money to Medina after lunch, telling her she could not find anything, the suit says. Medina grew increasingly bold in what she shared with her secretary, okay, and would even demonstrate some of her sex moves. The educator forcibly grabbed Vasquez by the neck and throat to show her what she wanted Wait, to do with her lover, no. the complaint states. Yeah. No. Yeah. The principal. Yes. This is scary. Funky Cole Medina. And she got Okay, I need there's to see more. In the fall of 2018, Vasquez interviewed for a position at Roosevelt High School in the district and met with the principal there. The following day, Medina approached Vasquez and asked her why she applied for a transfer and informed her that she spoke with the Roosevelt principal and advised him not to hire Vasquez, the court papers allege. The suit also alleges that Medina was not the only high-ranking educator harassing her. Court papers say that A.P. Guzman would joke that Vasquez probably did not have sex a lot, so a prin associate principal Guzman, who she invited to the bar with her. She also was in on the shit too, joking that Vasquez probably didn't have <laughs> sex a lot and that Christopher Cassano, another Dotson assistant principal, allegedly asked her, have you ever done drugs and how often do you have sex? Those are two questions that she alleged that these principal, that the other principal, assistant principal asked her. There's more. <laughs> One day, while Jesus. Vasquez was in the main office working with the after school program with Cassano, Medina called the office from her car and allegedly told Vasquez, you should give him some. What? Vasquez, Vasquez then asked Medina, give him what? <clears throat> Medina responded, you know what? No. On March 29th, so we're almost a year <laughs> later. On March 29th, 2019, Cassano leaned in and attempted to kiss Vasquez on the lips in the back of the main office while the plaintiff was washing a plate, the suit charges. So on top of all this, they had her washing dishes. <laughs> She's back there washing a plate. God damn. I mean, just damn. All right. Vasquez asked Cassano what he was doing and backed away. He said, quote, I shouldn't have done that, Vasquez told the Post. On April 10th, now, why is my birthday here? <laughs> now, see how my birthday gets thrown in? You see how my name is in it, child. Now, why is my birthday here? Okay. So, on <laughs> April 10th, Vasquez complained to Medina about Cassano. So, she complained to the principal who's already harassing her about the new principal well, that was harassing dumb. her. And the following day, filed a complaint with Human Resources, the suit says. Vasquez followed up on April 17th, which is one week later, with an email to the superintendent of schools, Edwin Quezada, complaining about feeling, quote, extremely uncomfortable at Dodson and requested a transfer. Again, the suit says, so another transfer. He merely replied, thank you. Still no action. Just replied, thank you. Vasquez later learned that a teacher at Dotson had a copy of her complaint on her cell phone and was showing it to other employees, the suit says. Yep. In April of 2019, she was finally transferred to the Cesar Chavez School, but it was in retaliation 
the suit alleges, and she was given a different position with a different schedule and a different job title. Mind you, she's a single mom, so that fucked her whole little flow up. If you have a different schedule, that immediately impacts your childcare, mm -hmm. everything. The whole village you build around your work schedule is impacted if that motherfucker gets turned upside down. Okay, quote, I think the move was made in case they were sued. They were looking to cover their asses, end quote, she told the Post. Vasquez's new hours were difficult because of her child care obligations, and in July of 2019, she began to see a psychiatrist, quote, due to the sexual harassment caused by Medina, Cassano, and Guzman, the, complete char the complaint charges. In November of 2019, so over a year after this shit started, right, in November of 2019, Human Resources told Vasquez that her complaints were unfounded and HR considered the investigation completed and closed. Wow. Yep. That is insane. Uh, during the pandemic, it's crazy. During the pandemic in August 2020, she requested a reasonable accommodation to work remotely from home due to her disabilities of asthma, heart murmur, and anxiety, and included a doctor's note, the suit says. That request was also denied. So she's trying to go about this thing every which way possible um, without quitting a job and not having anything else to go to, obviously. Um, she's trying everything. Vasquez has been out on family leave. She says, my professionalism exceeds the expectations of that facility. You think? Vasquez told the Post, to this day, I can't believe that this happened to me. I did not see it coming. Which. Stop. <laughs> You did, and you did too, didn't you? But anyway, uh, it's disturbing. I'm disgusted and embarrassed. That sucks. Yonkers mayor, mm -hmm, Mike Spano, named Dodson as his school of the month for March 2018. The mayor, okay, of Yonkers named this school the school of the month, gushing that, quote, under the leadership of Principal Evelina Medina. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Evelina Medina, it is setting the bar in terms of academic achievement and community engagement. Yeah, she engaging with the community, all right. <laughs> the lawsuit names the city of Yonkers, the school district, the Dotson and Chavez schools, Medina, assistant principals Casano and Guzman, and superintendent Quezada as defendants. Bitches. It seeks uncapped and unspecified damages. Oof. Get money, bitch! <laughs> Get money. Hell That's what yeah. time it is. Get money because you deserve that it. That is now, crazy. Medina, who made $163,000 in 2019, so that was the principal salary in 2019. She made $163,000, which, from what I understand, um, principal salaries to be is on the higher end of the range. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, but according to public records, Medina is no longer principal at Dodson. A man answering her phone hung up when a reporter called and text messages were not returned. Mm. The school district said it would not comment on, quote, pending litigation and refused to give the circumstances <clears throat> of Medina leaving her Dotson post. Both Cassano and Guzman could not be reached. Uh, uh, so that was the end of the New York Post portion of the article. And B. Scott's uh, article closes with this writing by, just in, by Denver. Uh, the photos are there. This wouldn't have them. This wouldn't this wouldn't have been and the photos would not be in possession if not for the principal posing for them. Therefore, we believe her and she should get every penny she's asking. One thousand percent. Wow. And I agree. You that guys. is the so most is, insane. Um, you know, what's so crazy on my flight uh, to Portland. I was watching this movie called The Assistant. Have you all seen it? 
No. It's with um. Is this something we're gonna have to watch on the binge on this on um Patreon? I mean, it's it's kind of a slow moving film, so I don't know how interesting it would be. But the topic is very interesting, and it's played by Julia okay. Garner. She's the lead in it. <laughs> it's a film by Kitty Green. Y'all y'all watch Ozark mm-hmm. at all? Yeah. Yes, I have watched. They be selling dope and shit. The on really there. the really good. tough. Dope girl with the, the curly bitch. blonde hair. It's her. She's the lead. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So she, you, she's a dope ass actress. So she really carries the film well. Hell yeah. Um, but in the film, it's basically, her, you know, she's like doesn't have a lot of money. Similar to this story, gets her dream job because her goal is to produce movies and direct movies and write movies. She just wants to be in that industry. Gets this job. Starts working for like the top exec. It's very, it's giving um, Harvey Weinstein, you know, <laughs> what yeah, his assistant yeah. probably went through, um, covering for him, and and it was sucked because she's like, this is all I've ever wanted. It's gonna get me exactly where I need to be. I'm in his face. He knows my name, but the shit that she has to go through, like scheduling, yeah, scheduling these young actresses to come in with the hopes of getting these movie roles, but she knows what she's setting them up for, really, you know, because they're coming in, he schedules them late, he hears them giggling, there's liquor brought in, He, you know, she has to leave, and his light on, she was looking through the window as she was passing the office, and she could see the girl's head, like, bobbing. So it's just, it was, like, really overwhelming because she was torn between, like, do I shut the fuck up? like everyone else apparently is because everyone else in the office was just, you know, going about shit like it was another Tuesday, another Wednesday, even knowing very clearly what was going on with these young girls that were coming in. He was hiring beautiful girls that he just met at restaurants and giving them positions in the office that they were not qualified for. And the assistant had to be the one to kind of like teach them. And it was just a lot on her on so many levels. So did she kill him? No, but this is the thing she went to. Um, did she kill him? She went to report him to uh, HR. And the guy basically was like, I don't know what you want me to do about this. He just looked at her like she was dumb and low key in a very subtle way threatened her. You know, like he was like do you want me to put this complaint in? Because you know what that means. You know what that could do to you. And she was looking at him like, I don't, you know, it's like, I I do want you to put it because it's the right thing to do, but I also am fully aware of what that means for me. And then when she got back to the office. Have you ever dealt with something like that at work? Like you saw something kind of like morally or something a little maybe unsound happening and and it actually moved you to either speak up or move on or anything like that? Um, I don't think so. Not not in the office. Not in the office setting. No. Maybe in the music well, industry. In any, yeah, you know, like, like oh, yeah. you'll see girls that are entirely too young <clears throat> hanging around certain producers in the studio or artists coming in with girls that you know or they're under the influence. So you see a lot of that. But as far as like office where a boss that I had to cover for, no, I've never been in that position. And it made me think too, when I was watching the film, like would I have been able to stay in a job like that? Because she also was very young, you know, in the film, I think she's like in her early twenties, maybe straight out of college or or just trying to kind of get her life right. And it sucked that, and he was very manipulative too. Like he would like, 
do all this shit and then and then make her feel like shit but then he'd build her up and say nice things just a very classic pattern yeah abuse pattern of building her up tearing her down and just kind of having that roller coaster of her nervous system every day it was just crazy and it's such a um so who killed him nobody He just got he, he just got to go on about his life just like these producers do. It was a very real ending. She just stayed working and he stayed fucking the young girls. And it just was like a lot to grapple with because it really did have me asking myself like what I would have done. Cause I don't think how you sleep at night knowing that you're contributing to this thing. You know, it's not her fault. That's what sucks too. Is she didn't do anything but get the job that she worked hard for. But now she is gonna have to ruin her fucking career to do the right thing. That's a damn shame and it's a terrible position to put somebody in. And I believe that that's the stuff that hell or the idea of hell manifests itself in, in your life. life One thousand percent. I believe that certain shit you just, you know, like you just cannot do to the in the universe and can't put out there because it just won't end well for you yeah whether you get an immediate consequence like i would prefer like death by stabbing or (laughs) choking something like that you know or you get some other horrible circumstance it will it will come back to you in life i feel bad for that girl man and it made me think of this this secretary because it's like fuck Mm -hmm. bro you just trying to get your check be in and out so your kid is good or just your life is good and then you meeting these fucking people putting you in that I position. I hope they throw the book at uh that principal, that fake ass principal Vasquez or Medina. Oh, Vasquez was the uh school the secretary that they were harassing. Yeah. But I hope Funky Cole Medina gets it. She deserves cause that's wild. I wonder how her family feels. Imagine seeing your mama on bent over with her ass out in uh, newspapers because she's has her assistant, cover, you know, as a drop box for her sex pics. Like, that's just so childish and crazy. I'm going to tell you something, right? Because I understand her reservations as far as, like, why she didn't tell or whatever. But I also think that there is um, another perspective that you could have, right? Because when somebody that's in position like that try to cross a line with you in that way, you then have, you know, uh, uh, some leverage <laughs> in knowing, like, that information, right? Like, bitch, you, are, you in here trying like, to pay me I more. I think that... Yeah, and beyond that, like, you think she should have finessed it? <laughs> I think she should have beat her up when she first when she when she. I'm gonna tell you why. And I'm I'm telling you, I think that first time when she went in that room and closed the door and pulled her pants down, you have her in a compromising position. For sure. You absolutely take the picture, send it to your phone from hers right then, okay? Because that's you got a picture of her like that. Then. You kick her ass while the pants are still down around her ankle so she can't have good, solid footing and really defend herself properly. So you take advantage of that and really beat her up. It's a school, so you know they got them hard, concrete, big brick-ass walls. You know school walls don't be drywall. But then they, she would have been in jail for assault. Because she, they, but they would have asked her why, and she would have had the proof, and she could have been like, "I was defending myself because this bitch was back here. She Naked. did this. Like that's what happened. Yeah. And that's when you start singing like a bird. And on top of that, you have the satisfaction of physically whooping her ass like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that I think there was an opportunity there that first time for her to really get her while she had her back there in that closet. Beat her up. <laughs> Beat her ass. I hate. You know what I'm saying? We crossing lines in this motherfucker. Beat whoop her ass. Shit. It's sad because stuff like this does happen all the Every time. Day. Like it, it, it takes me back to uh, a restaurant that I worked in, where 
I became cool with one of the other employees and this other employee, she actually told me she ended up in a bind where she was messing with one of the managers who just so happened to be married. And I was just like, damn girl, like you can't be doing this shit. It's kind of hot. And so, well, it would have been, but the manager was actually like crazy. And so I was, (laughs) I was like a host at the time and she was a server. So there were different times where he would like have her trapped because I'm always in the front of the restaurant. So there would be times where like one of the other employees would catch her like trapped in the room with him. Oh, like they'd be no. like, I just walked in oh, no. and like it looked like this. Well, she didn't. She wasn't with it once she found out he was married. She was like, I did not know this motherfucker was married. Like, this is crazy. I keep trying to put it off, but he keeps trying to make this whole thing. And so it, at long story short, it became a thing where we had to like contact the district manager. The district manager was already like this person who we knew we could not trust. And like, right. long story Maybe short, Dustin, about what you said about shit always coming back, shit always comes back because we let that district manager know exactly what was happening, exactly what was going on. But he was already in cahoots with they old boy that was doing the shit. That's what's fucked and up. Because so, old boy was like, he was trying to groom him for another position. And they were like, he was good. He like went to him straight up and was like, yeah, I'm fucking her. And yeah, I'm going to keep fucking her. And the old girl was like, but I don't want to like have any involvement with him anymore. I just want to come to work, get my money and go. And so then he was kind of like, well, you can either come to work and get your money or you can just find a new job. Oh, and he told her that straight up. Wow. And so like three of the girls that we, that worked there quit. And so I remember employees like rallying because these three girls quit. And we finally got this thing up out the store. And then uh, a year later, shit closed anyway. And I was like, I'm so glad that shit's closed. So fuck all of them and fuck all of that. Because all of it was some bullshit. Like when she came to us and told us, I'll never forget there was this black girl who I will not name because I will put all of this out there. But she was just straight up like, you shouldn't have been fucking with him in the first place because, bitch, we work here. But it was her opportunity as a grown woman because she had just moved to New York. I'm putting too much business out there. All I know. The black girl that was the limo driver. You said what? Was it the black girl that drove limo sometimes? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. No, I know you? exactly who you're talking about. Okay. The, the, you know what? <laughs> what but hell? we worked in one of those places, not that place, but we okay. worked in one of those okay. places together. So yes. So and they'd be comfortable doing shit like that because the higher ups usually have their back or they're all doing it. Like it's so it's like mm-hmm. the, that comfort ain't, ain't coming from nowhere. I learned that very early on. And once I learned how sketchy restaurants were, and then like, this was a chain. So, you know, when people own their own restaurants or like the private groups, and they are the ones that like don't give a fuck because their HR, their HR could be their their fucking homegirl on a Google voice. Like they got their own shit. They taking money however the fuck they want. And so they're going to take advantage however they want. So this is, uh, sadly, it's too fucking common and it's too sad. And I just want more people to watch out. And I think like Dustin said, when that bitch first like handed the phone and and, and like pulled down her skirt, like I know that she was like, oh, no, I cannot be in here. But something in me just says, oh, I would have run out. Like, I don't care who sees when this door is open. All I'm saying is uh, she pulled her skirt down. I don't know why I have to I have to get out of here. Like, shout out to Selena Johnson when she was on R&B Diva. She said, I have to go. I am not feeling well. Like, I, I, I have to leave. Like, I, I would have got the fuck out. Stage left. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. I agree, Asante. I wish she would have took that phone and went upside her motherfucking head with it when she passed it to her. Because, you know, these iPhones is heavy. <laughs> and I know it was an iPhone if that bitch was cheating like that. So the, so just the way she was beating her. Now, on the flip side of things, right, in a totally different scenario, totally different type of setting, have either of you ever been attracted to, like, your boss or had a fling with your boss? Not a sexual fling, but, like, had a flirtation energy with your boss. I never had fly bosses. Like, literally never. I'm trying to think. Let me make sure. No. 
Mm-mm. I, now you... <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> you want to talk... <laughs> You want to so be a legend. You want to talk teachers, professors. Yeah. Now we talking yeah. because in, in high school, which is gross. When I think back now, I'm like, that's so fucking twisted. But there was a professor and we had, we never did anything, but we had that energy. Like when I would pass by his classroom, he would look, you know, and I, and it was that thing, but nothing ever went down. But we just had that thing of like, I see you, you see me. But when I think back now, I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. That motherfucker was in <laughs> his 40s and I was 16, 17. <laughs> what in the fuck? But I was smart enough to keep it at that. You know what I mean? Like he would try, he would like, invite me to shit after school and I was just always like fuck no because I don't you know no but I you know it was cute just to have that little thing to pass by but that's crazy thinking back (laughs) what's wrong with you why are you teaching out of school 17 years old 17 years old somebody that was 25 25 26 years old (laughs) trying to like get to know me Real shit, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and I and I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, because first of all, I ain't even done that yet, and you know, uh uh-uh. uh, you know what I'm saying. So I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, but I remember that to this day, and I'll be like, if I ever seen that motherfucker to, because I remember like the, man. the conversations and shit. And I'm like, if I ever seen that, and I ain't no telling where they are, but I just uh uh-uh. uh, that's all, dude. I know. Yes, and a lot of artists like artists that I used to bump into on the street in New York when I was in my teens that were coming up to me pulling over in cars being like yo what up and then you tell them and the thing is I had a necklace that my aunt made for me because I was always like overdeveloped (laughs) very young I just looked a little grown all the hips and shit. So my aunt, I think she did it on purpose now that I think back. She gave me a name chain that had 15 right under it. Like, she was like, just so you motherfuckers know. <laughs> okay. And dudes would be like, what's the 15 for? I'd be like, my age. They'd be like, oh, he's got, you know. One rapper was like, so does that mean you don't partake in extracurricular activities? I was like, no. <laughs> you are disgusting. Wow. 15 years old. But in a old. healthy in a healthy in a healthy dynamic, right? In a setting where we all grown, you know what I'm saying? And you know, you can totally be in a consensual type situation, right? Mm-hmm. Take all the creepy shit out mm-hmm. of it. Like have either of you ever been in a situation where yeah, we don't have to go, you know, I guess you can be as transparent as you oh, want yeah. to, right? But have you ever had, like, a workplace fling? Let's start with a boss, then let's I'm move to co-workers. I'm jealous because I've never had co-workers I really liked like that. That was my question next. Have you ever had a crush on a co-worker? Never. Like I always had the most raggedy-ass co-workers. Or it was, like, beautiful women <laughs> that I would be like, she's fly, but nothing that that ever turned into anything. Never had male coworkers that I was like, oh man, if I could get him in the damn broom closet. No, I didn't have that kind of luck. Y'all did? Yes. I am jealous. So you know, I worked time. in restaurants. You, the most charismatic people work in service. Like, 
of course there were like actors that I worked with, dancers, you know, everybody trying to be somebody. So there have been, and not necessarily bosses. Cause you know, I ain't really like, for me, work was always like work. So I'd always go probably curse out a boss or two just so they knew that like this was just business. But like when it came to my coworkers, sometimes you would meet other people and it'd be like, oh, okay, this is fun. So definitely I've had like flings at work, work crushes, work uh people work wives too what? but not like work wives that i've but messed did, with is this so, shit yes. go down at work though between you and them i've never done anything with anybody at work <laughs> not at i see what you're saying <laughs> you know i did want to get at jade's boss Oh, he was fine. <laughs> at, um, yes. At, yep. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, yep. oh, oh, yep. oh. Met him at the Christmas party and was like, who is that? And Jade said, that's my boss. Don't even try. I said, too late. Walk past him. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do was walk past him. <laughs> he gave me that look. I was like, done. Done. And then she was like, Fran, done please. <laughs> But funny enough, she was telling me how grimy he was because he was fucking everybody in the office. So I was like, all right, I'm cool. I ain't trying to do all that. So I let it but go. But you looked at him and was like, I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was like a different kind of fine. That like older salt and pepper. Oof. Yeah. Shout out to Jay. I worked with somebody who, I'm, I got to be real vague too. <laughs> I worked with somebody who I I found myself having a chemistry with. Mm. We only worked together for a short period of time, but we, um, I continued to work there after they left, and so they, um, and we like kind of stayed in touch. And I did not realize that we um, had common interests initially. Well, I knew I knew what I was interested <laughs> in, but I didn't realize <laughs> that they that we had you know common interests or whatever. And I found out that we did. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And great story, and great cool story, bro, <laughs> huh? <laughs> and things got interesting, shit. But it and it it, it was it was very very fun. It was very very fun. A good time. A good time was had by the, all. The discovery phase of it all was so exciting, That's the best, uh, and intense. Mm. And intense because essentially we were outside at a. Uh, I, I'm talking too much now, but just listen. Intense. Just know, like you can find your. And then, one of the greatest loves of my life, I met at work. Really. And I leave it just like that. I sure did. Yep. Well, you know what? We Technically, met. me too. Actually. Technically. Technically, you too, because I damn, know. Damn. Technically. Oh, <laughs> Shout out, for, shout out to y'all, two for two. Well, I'll be. Okay. Wow. Well, I'll be. It's unsafe. Well, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, it can be consensual. <laughs> so thank you for the crime zone and now the business zone. Now we didn't been in the business zone. <laughs> God damn it. Wait, I have one. Anyway, wait, wait, wait. Uh, one last question. Mm-hmm. Since we here. <laughs> what about in your industry? So it's less about co-worker because we're not in offices, but just like peers. Are you open to that or is that a boundary where you're like, I don't I don't want myself out there like that in this industry? Cause you know, people talk or is that just whatever? 
ain't even gonna hold you. It's whatever, but I, it's an apprehensive whatever. I feel you. you know what I'm Same saying? here. Because I have to be very um, careful. You know what I'm saying with any attachments to myself because that shit sticks to your name. Sure it does. And so, and it doesn't, it ain't always roses. You know what I'm saying? When you engage with people. So and people are chatty patties. Part is, but you know, That's yeah, the exactly. thing. Mm-hmm. Too many chatty patties. Too many. You can't Asante, you remember that time I sent somebody a picture and they told all y'all? No. <laughs> I don't even know if you remember. <laughs> no, because one, one of Asante and them friends thought I was cute, and they was cute too. So you know, we was talking Ooh. and they went there or whatever. But then they told one of our, See, our two like of our that. friends that, that that it happened, and I didn't talk to them for like yo, that's see. the realest shit. That is the realest like shit. three four yep. years, and then finally they apologized Why to me, and same? I had let it go by then. And we cool, you know what I'm saying? Like now, but I will never fuck him because Cause you talk too much. You talk too much. And I would have did it too. It was gonna be Listen. It was, it was about to happen. There Damn. is someone like, I can't say names. I gotta be careful because mm. I don't wanna make it hot. Yeah, but be vague. I'm vague <laughs> as hell. That is in the industry with us. I met them at an event, a work event in LA, and I don't know, we've known of each other, because that's the thing, all of us know of each other, but then it's different when you meet in person, you're like, oh shit, da da da, and he, it was cool energy between us, playful flirtations, a good looking dude, um, we, I know exactly who yes, you're talking about, we too. Go to, <laughs> we go to dinner shit school. Don't say nothing. <laughs> Don't say nothing. Fred, you have I'm got to be it. as top I'm like level this. as you can. I'm like on, yeah. the, on the line right now. So mm. he mm. messes up because I guess he, in his head, it was more than it was in my mm. head. I'm chilling. If I meet you, we go to dinner, text here and there. To me, that's not... That's just like exploration. Like we're just kicking it. But in his head, it was, this is a thing that we're doing. Yeah. Like that's, this is what's up. And then he started chatty pattying online about it. And I just got so, I was like, I got to pull back and was just like, I don't do this. Anyone that knows me, (laughs) all the relationships I've been in, (laughs) I don't post about. I don't care who no. the person is. There are people I've been with that people are like, are you crazy? This could help your career. And I'm like, I just don't. I'm not the like, let me make a brand out of my relationship. It's just not. It's something got to be sacred. And so I've never, ever done it. And this is, I've always been this way since I was like on AOL, fucking 15 years old, on MySpace. <laughs> Nobody knew who I was with. And, and so for him to, to not take note of that, like she just don't move like that and think it's okay to start talking, he really just messed his own shit up. And then was mad at me about me pulling the rug from under because it was like, why I got to be... Yes, it got to be like that because that's corny. I don't do that. And you need to understand that I don't play those I don't. I just don't do that. You should know that. If anyone that knows me knows that. I walked past somebody this weekend who... <laughs> It's the hand for me. <laughs> I know very well. We know each other so well. And one of the best things was that we walked right past each other, didn't even look at each other. About four minutes later, my phone went off. Uh-oh. You know I wanted you know I wanted to come hug Ooh. you so bad. I was like, I want to hug you too. And shit. I'll see you when I get back to wherever, wherever. <laughs> and so, but that was one of the best um just being discreet. Are we privacy, weird for that? You know, 
No, because it, it makes it it punches up the it's passion, sexy. like the fact that me and this person <laughs> I only know, you know what I'm saying, what we know. And yeah, you may be able to look at us and, and tell you may think we flirt yeah. or whatever, but we ain't confirming shit. You know what I'm saying? And it and it's been it's been consistent that way for years. Respected me while I was in my relationship, didn't even try. You know what I'm saying? To do none of that is shit. This you know, is this my fave? Is this my fave? No, okay. No, 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 no. Somebody else. <laughs> that, if that, we would have said hi to each other because everybody already know anyway. So, but uh, yeah, anyway, too much of my business. So that's been the crime zone, and it really is a crime. As much criminal activity as we discussing I'm right now. Crying. Uh, so yeah, Woo, Lord, moving Let's on. Let's move on. This is the friend zone. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Bring in if we have ever if there's ever been in a time to bring in a motherfucking wind chime just right now. It is bring now. In. So Thank it's you. hot as hell outside, y'all. I'm super curious mm. how you do. You switch up like your um, shower care and skin care as the <laughs> as the seasons change. Are there things that you add, things that I'm you sorry. take away? Are you still laughing at the crimes or about No, I'm <laughs> laughing because I the YouTube algorithm <laughs> had me watching some funny fucking videos. It's these girls, they're like layering their scents inside. So I don't know why I ended up watching them, but they spray so much like body mist on them and it's like after they've already applied like three or four different layers of like lotion this and stuff. It was very excessive. Sorry, me. but <laughs> when I was in high Look. school, college, I used to use the Victoria's Secret lotion kits where it was like the spray and then the Angel mist or and then the perfume. Amber, Amber Rose. Wait, was it called Amber Rose or am I saying that because that's her name? Amber, Amber Romance. Amber, Amber Romance. Amber Romance. That was the they yellow bottle. That on one, let me tell you, I used to smell so good, but it was a lot. You would smell me before I even came to the building, but. So I, I know about that, but <laughs> I know it was all that, but keep going. Sorry. But now that it's, it's like we're sweaty. We have our moisturizer on. I know for people like me, I use a lot of oils and then SPF. If you're taking care of your skin with sunscreen, that's a lot of buildup on a daily basis. And most people, as we've seen on Twitter, don't even use wash rags. Um, they just use their hand and soap on their skin, which, as you know, is not really <laughs> getting a lot of work done in there. It's not really penetrating all that dead skin cell, all that residue is not really getting cleared out. So one thing that I do add when these temperatures get warmer is just for me. I don't really do it in the colder times because my skin gets too dry. But body scrubs in the shower. Do you all use body scrubs in the shower at all? Um, yeah. yeah, I use a bar of soap. Honestly, I'm old school. I, well, yeah. Like, to me, I've always like body wash has always been supplemental for me. Right. It's just a personal thing. I, I do a layer or two or three of just that bar of Dove soap and my my goddamn uh, washcloth, and I do that. <laughs> and then it. I use the bar. Then I use the body wash and the um, the puff thing or whatever. But that's not my main source of like washing my ass. <laughs> I believe in 
wetting the bar of soap, building a lather, and, and getting up in there. Yeah, that's what I yeah, believe. Yeah, same. In. I love a good uh, bar of soap, especially like one that has like an exfoliant of some sort too. Mm, like, like the oatmeal one ones. that I really like and I haven't bought in a while is the Kills that peppermint soap. Like it smells like peppermint. Mm. It's a little woodsy, but I like the I, I like a good bar of soap and then some body wash afterwards, maybe. But I, it's something about a bar of soap that just really feels like we're getting the job done. I feel you. I find I personally find bars of soap. Even when I get the like really natural ones, um, I find them too drying for my skin for some reason. So what mm. I do is that I'll use Dr. Bonner's lavender because that's just my favorite body wash. Or because you're a calm one. So you already know I love the herbal scent. If I'm a shower, and then you usually my showers are on hell. So the steaming in it combined <laughs> with the lavender at night, especially, is just like the perfect combination of scents and and feelings in my shower y'all know i love an ambiance but i use that or um shea moisture's raw shea butter uh, body wash they have it's like the mustard color no the mustard color that one's the um african soap body wash that one is too drying for me but the shea moisture raw shea butter some mustard colored usually if you go to target Walgreens, CVS, and you go to Shea Moisture section, it's like the body wash is pretty much ones. always there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one and the coconut and hibiscus. So those are the two that I tend to use. Coconut and biscuit. <laughs> coconut. Hibiscus. <laughs> you smell good. I know you. No wonder everybody been coming around. <laughs> coconut and biscuits. I'm fucking good. You know what? That's the title of this week's episode. <laughs> coconut and biscuits. <laughs> That's what old girls thought when her the principal dropped their pants. Damn, smelling good, mama. <laughs> no, but so I use either Dr. Bono's Lavender or Shea Moisture Rache. But the, I've been using these for years. Like, if you follow me since my YouTube days, you already know my standard, like, shower kit. But I do love Honey Pot. She has a um, feminine hygiene wash. That's what I use in my personal parts. She has an unscented and like a sensitive one. I personally don't like smelling like flowers and berries. <laughs> like I, I'm like just let let it smell how it smells, <laughs> and then so that's what right, I use. That's part of the the, the that's like, part of the you know that's the as allure. A, as a one time you know as I'm I'm a reformed connoisseur. And I do know that the smell, a whiff of cooch, was part of the experience. You know what I'm saying? That, a whiff that was a of big cooch. part of the appeal. Now that should be the name of the. No, I'm just funny. But that was a big part of the appeal. You know, like that's when she the, pulled down ahead. her pants. There probably was a whiff of. Cooch. I mean, hey, so, <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I use in my private areas and then on my skin. But then this body scrub, you guys. That so let me tell you. The other night I, when I was in Portland, I got some gummies, right? Because they just have the best gummies. And it was stronger than I thought it would be because that's the part that's tricky. People say five milligrams. I'm thinking, oh, I know what that feels like. I, you know, the gummies I've gotten in LA, but five milligrams are very different in different places. Because <laughs> this yeah, shit. That's right. I was sitting there and I literally was like, I want to scrub my skin and just got in the shower. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be the best when you in that zone. Yo. Portland seemed like a place where they pass you the edibles like poker chips. They put them on the bar and just like slide them across. Like it's nothing. Like it's water. Okay. So I went and took my gummy, got in the shower, had the lights off. I was, it was like New Music Friday. So I was listening to all the new shit that dropped. Shout out to the new Her album, but we'll get there. 
Um, so I'm playing it, listening to it. Her song with Thundercat, crazy record. Mm-hmm. Playing it, you know, lights are out, candles burning, and I'm just scrubbing my skin. I literally was high as balls and was just like, this would be a really nice wellness segment. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, tried and true just for you I was like this would be such a cause it was just such a, a, a I'm so moment, glad you're back friend. you know it was nice and I, I was like it was my weekend I wasn't working I was like just feeling it just relaxing and I thought this is a feeling that I want to share <laughs> with my friend zone listeners because the benefits are outside of just the aromatherapy that it brings because most of them are scented with things that are just wonderful but the rubbing motion which feels really good on the gummy (laughs) just that they're like i'm going to take my skin off if i don't get out of the shower but the rubbing motion back to the wellness helps with circulation it helps with the blood flow especially because most of us are pretty sedentary for the majority of the day um, whether it's people still feeling weird about going outside and being social, most people are sitting at home on their computers <laughs> and it's nice to just get something to get that blood flowing. Obviously the granules, whether you're using coffee, sugar, or salt-based scrubs help rem- slough off all those dead skin cells that are on the top. And like I mentioned, that layer off y'all nasty sweating asses in the <laughs> That's summertime. what I was going to say. The layers Fucky of sweat and and moisturizer and um pollution and and, and black and mild smoke smoke and shit. all the uh, shit yeah whether you've been whether you've been keeping up with your bed sheets being washed regularly like there's that's a lot right. of shit that's it. on your Slimy skin ass nasty asses <laughs> no wonder you're having nightmares can't get no good night's sleep waking up being mean to your children <laughs> In the mornings for they go to school. Now they're giving the teachers hell. No wonder the principal in the bathroom <laughs> showing her ass out the side of the camera. Not this room. No wonder. <laughs> I'm so sorry, friend. I'm go ahead dead. and get them well. Because so our- <laughs> that was worse. We got to get well, not worse. Go ahead, friend. So this scrub is nice because it sloughs off, sloughs off all of that. Um, and on top of that, when you clear off all those layers, think about how much better your moisturizer when you get out will absorb into your skin and do its job. It has actual space to do its job, which is another thing. You know how people got into that thread about um, white people not washing their legs. Y'all remember that and how it traumatized mm-hmm. us? And now mm-hmm. the next thing was them not using moisturizer. Like just, Girl, I've been through that. You could see it, but it just was crazy for it to be confirmed, and then being like, "What's the point? Why do I need that?" And I was like, "Okay, this is very traumatizing." You ever seen Kellyanne Conway? That's what they need to say. Why do I need more Kellyanne Conway? <laughs> you ever seen Kellyanne? What'd you Conway? say? She yeah. looked wooden. But I, she looks wooden. Moisturizing is such a big part of my day. Like I cannot. It, it's like meditation meditative excuse me for me at this point because it's like as soon as I come out the shower that's the first thing that has to happen I'm also a very slow moisturizer people get annoyed with me because they're like girl no one needs to take 30 minutes to moisturize their fucking body but it's a thing for me it's a big part of my day and what relaxes me so of course I suggest everyone just slowly deeply moisturized after a shower that alone just feels so good your body deserves it and then adding that scrub in the shower you feel how soft like my skin you can see it even in this video like you can see you can see it i just have such soft skin my feet are really soft my hands are really soft my face 
when I get pedicures, they're always like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay, your feet are fucking, yeah, yeah, we don't see this a lot, but I'm telling you, Same. the scrubs, right? The scrubs. So every, it's only one thing, don't be soft <laughs> on me. <laughs> I was with you, friend. Soft feet, yes. Soft hands, yes. Skin soft, yes. <laughs> no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so this is something you want to include. Obviously, if you're capable, you don't need it. But it's really nice. It's helpful. Yes, you do. It's helpful. We don't want to see your ashy-ass people. You do need this. Y'all need to take time and spend it moisturizing. The Pointer Sister said... They want a man with a slow hand. <laughs> so take your time when you're putting your moisturizer on. I just love on, that feel, that soft, this. moisturized skin that smells good. Nothing turns me on more. And and fellas, y'all too, this is not some shit that only girls do because I've seen men say that. Mm-mm. You always know when a man is with a woman who takes care of skin because their skin regimens just kind of transfer over. Like they just start using your shit. (laughs) But one or the other. It just transfer over. Suddenly they got (laughs) glowing skin, skin looking beautiful, hair, all that. So look doing like they doing well. They look they look healthy. Well taken care of. That's that's gold. Came up on some info and and applied it. And I'm into that. So you always know. But I do suggest adding a scrub um, Shea Moisture has a ton of them and it depends on what scent you're looking for. I told y'all they have the raw shea butter. That's the one I love. Um, the coconut and hibiscus um, scrub is the one that I, <laughs> now I can't say it without <laughs> laughing. That's the scrub that I personally love just because it's very, very, it's actually more fruity than I tend to go for. But because everything else I use is so herbal, this is actually kind of nice to to finish off balance my shot. Yeah, to balance it out. They have mm-hmm. a lavender and wild orchid that's really dope, an olive and green tea, arganol, roche. You know Shea Moisture has like 75 lines. So you can find one that appeals to your senses. And another brand that I super love is Alba Botanica. You can you can usually get mm-hmm. that at um at Whole Foods in like their beauty aisle. It's more of like the organic section. <laughs> really affordable. But you can also look up, I saw Allure.com, A-L-L-U-R-E.com, had 19 best body scrubs and exfoliators from dry skin. You can just type that in the article, mm-hmm. pop right up. And they had For suggestions <laughs> that were from $4 all the way up to $100, depending on if you want to splurge a little, if you just need that everyday scrub. I'm going to tell you, I've used the more expensive ones like Joe Malone, all of them. They're awesome. But you absolutely do not need to spend fifty plus dollars. Do not sleep on the shame moisture ones. Yeah, that you grab at CVS because that's more my everyday, or not everyday. Because I don't, you shouldn't be scrubbing every day. I I think dermatologists (laughs) said one to three times a week is spot on and good enough for you because it can actually be drying over time if you kind of go too hard on your skin. But it Mm. lasts long. You know, that's more of my go-to. And then you have the scrubs that you use, you know, when you're, like, going to be in the mood. Or maybe you have somewhere nice to fuck. be. <laughs> you have somewhere nice to be. Say, just say it. Call it what it is. When you finna fuck, you take a little extra time. Everyone has that extra time shower. You know. And you know what that is. Yeah. And so adding. The one where you playing music. You know, 
getting ready, getting up you're excited all, about what's coming next. Staying a little longer on all the nooks and crannies. So this is something you want to add to your arsenal because the scrub will have your skin so glowy and shiny and soft and smelling and they will so comment good. On and they it will. Because as soon as they... Through a muffled mouth, hopefully. <laughs> you know, when they kiss on your neck and they just you can see that they smelled. You know, that's my... Sp- yeah. <laughs> they sniffed in and they're like... Mm, like they just like God damn this person smells so fucking good you want that that shit be driving me crazy it make my shoulder muscles tingle <laughs> when you be right here you make this that right shit, here it really it, that, <laughs> that little when spot the, the right there hits their nose. oh my god we about to mm. lose my my it be everywhere mm. <laughs> sorry we we you got me time traveling so Add Ooh. a body scrub to your arsenal, especially with summer, especially before intimacy. Trust us on this. <laughs> and you just look really pretty. Like I had on like a dress and my shoulders were out. And so many people were Ooh. just like, you have such nice skin. Like I love girls because they just noticed this shit about each other. And it was beautiful because I love when black girls compliment me. I feel like when they tell me something, that means that it's what it is. So Add this to your arsenal. Like I said, Allure.com has 19 body scrubs and exfoliators for dry skin from 4 bucks to 100 bucks. You will find one in your price range. And it really does brighten and soften you. And I think with all the shit we've been through in the past year and a half, any pampering that you can afford to give yourself right now, any um, extra time, extra attention to detail, this is a really, really good way to give yourself that in the shower. Just wanted to put that out there. I know a lot of you probably already use scrubs, but those of you who have been like, hmm, let me let me consider adding that. Trust us when I tell you, you deserve, and it feels so good. And I've kind of fell off of scrubs for a while for some reason. I think it's just when you have a lot going on, you're just trying to get your shower. It was that keep TLC it song. <laughs> Which one? That's what made you fall off of them. <laughs> no scrubs. No, I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it's been for. <laughs> It was T-Boss, God damn. T-Boss, t motherfucker. It was you. It was T-Boss. <laughs> the fact that I was like, what song? No scrubs. So, and Chili's mean, you don't look nothing like me ass. Remember when she cussed that girl out on Twitter? The girl's trying to compliment her. Yeah, but that'd be Chili, real. You bitch, you don't look like me, Because people be tagging you, you and be like, you look like my friend's twin. And then you look and you be like, wow, I'm insulted. But that's another story. Somebody blocked me because they said I look like Dave Chappelle and I went the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> now, I ain't trying to say anything wrong with Dave Chappelle, but you got me fucked all the way up. So I just got, I went right straight. For, I was Dr. Heavenly that day. I went right straight for that mama. And wow. your mama. And it straight up. And next thing you knew, I was blocked. <laughs> oh, well, bitch. Fuck you to this day. Uh, and your mama, the horse you rode in and came out of. I am crying. To this Not day, because I don't look like no Dave Chappelle. I said, <laughs> I, I felt like that girl on Jocelyn's Cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> I thought that's exactly how I felt. Because I love Dave Chappelle's comedy. You know I love Dave Chappelle's oh, show. I love his say. comedy. He didn't make some terrible um, other remarks that I don't and jokes that I don't agree with, but I love his old comedy and stuff. And so while I was honored, I was appalled because bitch please you got me fucked completely up i don't look like no goddamn dave Chappelle. your mother must people like think dave i look Chappelle. like anyone that's light-skinned with curly hair it just be, be curly a hair. mess in my mentions but that's it really just wanted to <laughs> remind you 
of that one little product. No, no, no. We made we we always make the wellness segment better with these tangents. But just wanted to put that out there for those of you who are probably looking to switch up your regimen. Um, and shout out to Exora BB because I saw that she Exora Botanicals. She um sent an email, I guess, to those of you who purchased the donkey milk extract products that I suggested in my last wellness segment. First of all, look at my skin. You can see from the light. Like, I can't filter this. It just looks so good. That's that donkey that milk. That cleanser. That must be donkey breast milk. Listen, the cleanser, too. the moisturizer. She has a body wash, too, actually. Actually, she does have a got- body wash, and I used it for the first time yesterday. Because I re-upped on um, all the products that I had bought from her and then added some new things and it came. And I was like, you know what? Let me use the body wash since we're going to be talking about... Which one did you get? Um, the chamomile? Yep. That's exactly the one that's I got. I got it too. It's so good, right? Have you tried it yet? It smells delicious. When you- uh, I, got the, I got the body wash and the bar soap, which I used intent. Okay. Right. It's just so good. And... The way it made my bathroom smell. I just love that. When you come out, mm-hmm. open your shower. It, it was a very like, luxurious yes. wash. Oh, listen. I'll be feeling like that song. When I think about you, I touch myself. <laughs> That's how you be feeling. Don't you sleep on aromatherapy being a part of your shower experience, especially with some dim lighting and oh, good music. Do y'all hang the shit from the shower head? What's the, the eucalyptus? eucalyptus? Yeah, do y'all do that? Yeah, here I and there. I don't, but I want to. Yeah, I do it here and there. And it honestly, it's more for it the just aesthetic. It seems like something nasty about them leaves being wet after you get out. No, because it's a very dry it like leaf, a- and it, it's it don't stay there like soaked and dripping all day. Literally doesn't. Okay, because that just seemed nasty. No, like it's a wet nice. Ass leaf on the I'm like, this something nasty. <laughs> it's a it's like, very it's cool spa. while you're doing it. But afterwards, like, I don't no, know. No, it gives you a nice spa. Leaves. It gives your bathroom a really nice spa vibe to it. Mm. Just that earthiness, the smell. Okay, then. But I do suggest just getting a eucalyptus oil. I've said that before on the show. I think I had a wellness segment about it. And just putting a couple drops on the the. I floor. tried it, but it had me looking like Dion Warwick. <laughs> The whole, the, whole, the whole damn time after I used it. That, you, that eucalyptus you oil was a motherfucker. I was like, God damn, my shit was, was like, whoa, this shit opened me all the way up. God damn. How many drops did you put? Oh. I don't know. I, I drip, drippity drop like that Empire song. I must have put too much, oh, God damn. Too much drip. I had too much drip. You are that hilarious. Shit had me open. No, but that's another wellness <laughs> segment that y'all love too, just a couple drops. But don't don't sleep on the power of scent to just re- engineer your entire day honestly is just really really worth it and like i said add that scrub add those essential oils and you will be so (laughs) and you know what you can make your own scrub too i used to make my own uh with some jade she's talking to you (laughs) she makes everything i told you she made furniture polish you did tell us that She's in her DIY bag. You know, it's it's worth it, though, especially if you're someone who understands herbs and scents. She's really good at that. And she's been studying. She can do anything. She's so like funny. Jay can literally do anything. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. I just be laughing because I'm like, this nigga can literally do anything. She can. <laughs> anything she says she's going to do, she does it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid to look up recipes, test different things out. 
you know, putting um, salt scrubs with with um, almond oil and lavender essential oil. It's really simple. You just have to know the the way to what's the word I'm looking for. The ratios, oh. the proper ratios yes. to make sure that you don't overdo it with the essential oils because it being kind of harsh. Exactly. But test them out. Play around. Won't they fuck you up and break you out? Like, if you use the wrong kind too much of oh, it, Oh, for sure. Reaction, I know right? that someone yeah. sent me um, a, uh, a facial oil once, and I think she put too much lavender essential oil, and I swear to you, I had a burn on my face that took so long. It was right here. It took so long to... Fucking fix because I should have known. I because I smelled it. It smelled too strong. Mm-hmm. Like the lavender was too strong, and I should have known. I probably shouldn't put this, but I was like not thinking and just trying to, you know, amplify a brand, and that shit burned my fucking face. That's actually what made me stop using products that people were sending me. I was like, I kind of had to have mm-hmm. a hard boundary, and I only use it if I feel called to. Um, but I after that. Cause that shit was crazy, like a full out burn on my face. Damn. So you got to be careful. It's definitely something. There's tons of books you can buy that teach you about the ratios um, and just websites. Which means it ain't no excuse to fuck up. And just <laughs> <laughs> and test it out on your skin. You know, like little strips when they say test patches to make sure how you, to see how your skin reacts, and that's the best way to to do field research on yourself. So. Make your own, buy it, whatever you can do, just add it to your arsenal. You will thank me with that baby soft, supple skin. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Asante, Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? Well, I am going to quickly run you through the ATM, which is artist to mention, and then I'm coming right back to you, friend. So don't get too comfortable because <laughs> uh, I want to know what songs you've been playing on songs oh, to play. Yes. Uh, so to get us started for uh, artist <laughs> to mention, I want to give a shout out to Gucci Mane and Pushaisty. They have been out here dropping record after record. Uh, right now, the, <laughs> my posse's on Boulder Crest. And then like 34 and 8, like they just have some hard ass songs out. Uh, the first song features Sir Mix a lot on there too. Like they're just doing some crazy shit out there. It's always great to have Gucci back in the game. And it's great that he's out here doing cool shit with newer artists. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to Real Hot Girl. Of the Real Hot Girl, her surf rather, Megan the Stallion. She hey. gave you a song and a visual for Thought Shit. If you have not heard it, please go listen to it. If you've not seen the video, please go watch it. She's giving you some great choreography as she's been giving you. Of course, there's some bars in there, some cool production, great video, great visuals. Loving Megan, loving the Stallion. Always excited about everything she's doing. Uh, lastly, Actually, there's two more artists I'm going to mention. I want to, because I said music video, talk about Seven Streeter. She, a couple weeks ago, dropped the video for Guilty, which is the song featuring Chris Brown and ASAP Ferg. And she also dropped two performances. She did like a performance for The Real and another performance. So if you're into Seven Streeter and you haven't heard the song Guilty, there is plenty of content out there to go along with the song. So just go check that out because Seven is looking good. She's dancing. She did not have the niggas in the video. She said, I'm putting this shit out and I don't need y'all. So that happened. Um, So if you're wondering why they're not in the video, I don't know why, but honestly, they were not necessary. Seven is looking fantastic and she's giving me everything that I always want from her, which is looks and choreo. So thank (laughs) Thank you, Seven, for that. Um, the last artist that I'm going to mention to you is Justine Sky because her album hey. drops this Friday. It's called Space and Time. She has been given a single. She then teased us with some shit with Timbaland. Like, I'm just super excited to see what Justine Sky is giving us this era. 
There is plenty of shit that has happened in music. Those are just a few artists that I wanted to mention. Friend and Dustin, you have the floor. If you want to mention anybody before we get into songs to play. Um, wait, are we playing the songs or mentioning? Well, in case you didn't want to, uh, in case you just want to talk about somebody, but if you want to just get to playing yeah. your song, you can, you are more than welcome to. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So Fran, we want to know what you've been listening to. So tell us what songs you have been playing. So I was happy to, to listen to the back of my mind project that her dropped, um, this past Friday. My favorite song is called Bloody Waters and it's with Thundercat and this is how it goes. Marvin Gaye. Yeah, right? Very, very Marvin Gaye. I love it though. Ooh. <laughs> um, so that's that one. Hold on. And then I have to shout out. There's so much new music. I'm like scrolling through a lot my, of music. Like, it's hard to find. Really, it's a lot of new music, but I'm gonna just play these two records. And then uh, I have to shout out De Niro Farrar. Shout out to NC who dropped a single called yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Dropped a single called Okay. Super dope. The visuals dope. He always does his thing, I and this is how it goes. Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. They say the last come first, and me shall ahead the earth. Well, for the wicked laid out for the rights of my niggas is grammy, you know that we shysty. Bitch, quick to take a nigga shit, lick. That's exactly what you is, letting holes in your beers. That's how we did what we did. Now a nigga want some get back, well it is what it is. Huh. Bitch nigga, well no yo, copy please nigga, don't call Jay's fighting when the snow falls on the snow mass and the snowballs Better stand in line, hit his block with a lot of drums Like we about to do a second line, and it's hammer time And I'm too man Taylor, she for the street, don't save her Crib sitting on acres, I ain't got no neighbors Plus I'm all out of favors, niggas say they wanna take us So the see you got lasers, better watch your behavior Used to shave it with a razor now the money getting weighed up, can't see it cause I'm way up Mama says she need a crib, baby mama want a meal My little nigga need a pill, and stay alert up in the field I was like, okay, okay, I got you, I got you Okay, okay, I got you, I got you My brother say he wanna drop, cuz he'll say he wanna block Michael Jackson Okay so I that's like that. that. And he also has a, a single dropping with Trinidad James that I'm excited about called No Joke. Dope, dope, it's so dope, cute. Dope, they, dope. You know, they both dressed super cute for it. So I can't wait for that visual for y'all to see a super fun video. Um, who else? I guess the last one would be more of a shout out. <laughs> Dustin. The last one would be most more Sorry, of a Sorry, my <laughs> computer was about to die. <laughs> I didn't realize it wasn't oh. plugged up and I was panicking. Can you imagine? He's like, the, um, the, damn, I lost my chain of thought. Who's, oh, Goldlink. So Goldlink dropped yes. and has a song with Jesse Boykins. Y'all know I have to shout out Jesse. 
did, which I thought was so cool. I was like, bro, you didn't even tell me. But I know how it is. Sometimes you don't know what songs are going to make it until the album drops. So definitely go ahead and check that out. And there was just so much good new music that dropped. So we probably going to be talking about these songs for the next couple of weeks. But that's it for me. Okay. Those are my two. That's why I had to catch up on some stuff. I had talked about some older stuff. But, um, so much good stuff. Also, Dustin, what have you been listening to lately? Well, I actually got an ATM situation real quick. A couple okay, artists yeah, to mention. Hey. Shout out to the Migos. The Culture 3 album is out. Incredible project from start to finish. I love straightening. Ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. I love straightening. <laughs> I love vaccine. Modern Day by the Migos is literally my favorite song in the world right now. That song just, that's my song of the summer. Um, I love Modern Day by the Migos. So I love that entire album. They have a song um, called Birthday on it. It's going to be crazy. It's just Crazy, crazy, crazy music for this summer. Um, I also want to give a shout out to, in the Artist Dimension section, um, Bill and Ted, literally B-I-L-L-E-N, and then Ted, <laughs> T-E-D. They have a song with Mae Muller called When You're Out, and it samples Candy Burris' song, Don't Think I'm Not, and it's like a techno-pop smash hit. So she got another cash <laughs> yes. cow in her hands. And she posted it. Go to her Instagram, and you can see she has a video of them actually in the studio recording the song, and they jumping up and down, dancing to it, and it makes That's you immediately sick. fall in love with the Work. song. Um, so I wanted to give them a shout-out on the artist dimension. And also... Doja Cat, real shit. Oh that my song, God! How know. could I forget? Yes, the song and video for "Need to Know." That's why, and everybody's heard it, so I'm not even gonna play it. She's but such that a is star, bro. look. I'm with you when you write. Mm-hmm. Now I understand you were showing feet in racial chat rooms or whatever, but I'm with you when you write, and this is right. The execution of everything, the song, the video, her lyrics, She's a star. Like, everything. She's there now. It's a knockout. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually looking forward to her album. Um, all right, now songs that I want to play. This is actually exclusive. This is a freestyle that Cash Doll posted. Not a freestyle, actually. It's a verse from a track that's not released yet that Cash Doll posted while she was driving through um, Gross Point, Michigan, um, on the lake by her home. Cute. Beautiful. So, um, But listen to the song, listen to the lyrics, uh, and tell me that you're not going to enjoy this when it drops. Um, here we go. Come on. Hey, it's Big KD, yeah, I'm a rich bitch For every dark day, I make sure my wrist lit These niggas for everybody, you ain't listen Damn, six now your pussy like a brisket But for Corona from you hoes, I kept my distance For Christmas, I'm on every ghetto nigga wish list Pay the purpose to my core to get in a bed When I up this dog shit, please don't call it bed Real Dexter bitch, not an OG, I'm a bed With who? You owe oh, oh, Penny set Versace, I could never be underdressed. Tell your pockets, boo boo, buy me a flower set. Ain't try to trust in without getting my flowers yet. Where them dollars at, nigga? Where them dollars at? Put it in his face, then get ghost. I'm on a power trip. <laughs> Y'all wanna hear a funny joke? I'm broke. On the seventh day, God rested, I woke. I'm a goddess, I don't walk, I float. I don't bang red or blue, but I vote. Hey, every time I'm in the hood, I give them hope. Every hood patch you ever had, bitch, got revoked. Whoa! Incredible, so incredible, pretty. incredible verse. Okay. So, so many, and she, yeah, she said somehow she, uh, she a ghost. She on a power trip. You know, the bars was just present mm-hmm. in this in this situation. So, <laughs> I had to give some love to KD, big KD, as I should say. And then y'all know I just got back from the south, and they was playing all that shit. Y'all know I love down south club Come records. On. So I had actually forgot. I hadn't forgotten about this song per se, but it was a song that used to mean a lot to me when I heard it in the club. It's called G Shit by Webby. Here hey. we go. Hey. <laughs> I heard they want a G shit. 
They won't see shit. Well, I'm a kid to you, nigga. You won't see shit. You come on. see shit. Tell me what you know about me. You you already fucking know. So shout out to Webby. Um, it's a whole bunch more shit that I could play. And actually, I am gonna play one more song. God damn it, because I want y'all to hear this song that they sampled um, with Candy. So here we go. <laughs> this is the When You're Out song by Bill and Ted. They went from ATM to STP. Here we go. <laughs> That's a hit record, ain't it? So shout out to Candy Burris and her incredible pen. And also, shout out to Candy Burris. Drew had to put me up on game. Shout out to Broadway Black and and one of my best friends, Drew Shea. Our friend, Drew Shea. Yes, Drew. Candy just was announced as one of the Broadway producers of Thoughts of a Colored Man, the um, new all-male, all-African-American cast play that's coming to Broadway. Huge. I didn't realize how big of a deal that was to be announced as a Broadway producer. Number one, you got to have the money to do it. Number two, it puts you straight in the line to win a Tony quickly. Number three, it it puts you in, and you know Candy has already did. She did a stint, like an eight-week stint on Broadway as Mama Morton or whatever in Chicago. And so you know she's already been on Broadway before this. I guarantee you her and her producing partners will come up with opportunities for her to hit that stage again. So, so, And you know Candy is driven by success and, and accomplishment in a healthy way, I think. Mm-hmm. And stepping into that arena as a Broadway producer is just a very, very, very it's like major, huge news. Dope-ass huge. She's awesome. So hell yeah. And she was um, giving an interview about it, and she was like, I added another feather to my Come cap. On. And I was like, <laughs> and y'all know I love feathers in a cap. Mm-hmm. So this was just, I, I just was inspired completely by that headline. So shout out to Big KB. I love a Big beautiful Candy business Burris, woman. Shout out to you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. 
So that's it for the music segment for me. Go ahead, Candy. All right. Well, I have just a few artists that I want to leave you with for songs to play. Tone Stith dropped a project. It's called FWM. Fuck with me. Um, he's got a lot of great music on there. Actually, there's a feature from her on there. When you love someone, um, a, a title track FWM. But the track that I would like to point your attention to today is called Be Quiet, featuring Kiana Lede. Hey. Tone Stith, love you to death, loving the project. But this song was one of the songs. Because, you know, I had a couple songs on repeat, but then I got here and this was the song on repeat. So I had to mention this one. So Be Quiet, featuring Kiana Lede. Uh, So yes, Tone Stith featuring Kiana Lede. Uh, Kiana always has a very beautiful voice. She's given a little bit of an accent here, just a just a, a smidge, which I'm still fucking with. Like she's giving us a little extra uh, with the pop R and B vocals. So I'm loving everything that she's Love doing, her. but I'm also loving Tone Stith's whole project. That was just a standout for me. I had to make sure to mention. Um, also, I was going to play it, but I'm not playing it anymore. I just want to mention on Goldlings Project, he has a song with Flo Millie. So shout out to Flo Millie because uh, I forgot to mention before. The Double XL Cyphers, uh, the, or the list is out rather. So stay tuned for the Cyphers. And I'll talk more about the artists when those Cyphers come out probably. But uh, two more songs I want to play really quickly. I'm going to play for you James Fauntleroy, his latest addition to the his musical catalog, Feel. James Fauntleroy, always vibe. That's really all that needs to be said to him for him. Um, last artist I'm going to play for you. She has dropped her own music. She is featured on Everybody Named Mama songs too. Tanache. Uh, she dropped Pasadena, which is also something else you should go watch. Uh, she's also on another song that just recently came out. But the one that I want to point you to because we were talking about you know real club music, Cheat Codes. Uh, they have a song with Tanache and the video that just dropped for a song called Lean On Me. And it is the Shiz Nae. So here you are. Y'all know it's summertime, it's festival season. She got to make some, some some of them circuit records. So shout out to Tanache, shout out to Cheat Codes. There's a visual for that, but Tanache in particular is giving us all sorts of fire. So just go to YouTube, type in her name and see what look she's giving you today. They all look great. And that does it for the Music Man segment. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. 
On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Now we can parlay on to the TV land segment where Dustin Ross will tell you what he's been watching. Dustin Ross, take it away. Yeah, so the last thing I watched was a bloodbath massacre uh, that looked like, what's that scene from Game of Thrones that had everybody all fucked up? The blood what wedding. was it called? The wedding? The, yeah, the red the wedding. wedding or the whatever. red wedding. The red wedding. Yeah. Well, yes. honey, there was some more nuptials on Wednesday <laughs> evening. When uh, some more red nuptials on Wednesday evening when Trina, okay, oh, Katrina okay. Laverne Taylor, to be exact, mm. massacred and annihilated <laughs> Eve. Jahan Jeffers Cooper uh, on the versus stage all the way from across the pond. Eve was all the way. That was the first across the pond accessible ass whipping I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Trina washed, molly whopped, figure four, full Nelson, head locked. Okay. Pop, lock and dropped Eve on that versus stage. Much to the chagrin of everyone who had something negative to say before things went down. Now, we all know that as soon as this matchup was announced, public opinion was unfairly on the side of Eve. Really? People swore up and down. Oh, yeah. You didn't see the scuttlebutt? No. You didn't see all that conversation that was going on Mm -mm. from people like, shout out to my homeboy, Chris C. Diggy from uh, Pop Roast. Him and my boy, Alexander Rogers, host a show called Pop Roast on YouTube. It's really popular and dope. But him and I had a real playful back and forth uh, on Twitter about the verses because he said that Eve was going to win. And of course, I told the truth that Trina was going <laughs> to win. Not I told the truth. And so, <clears throat> yeah, that's why I'm a truth teller over here. So afterward, um, of course, everybody conceded and came back licking their chops. So, yeah, I was right. I was surprised. Trina did better than I thought. <laughs> and Trina was a person who her energy was just on from the moment that she hit the stage. Yeah. She opened the show with the baddest bitch, which everyone thought would be her, at least by everyone, I mean me, thought would be her closing song. You know what I'm saying? But she actually opened it with that. She's like, fuck that. We in the 305. She literally said verbatim, we getting ready to turn the fuck up. She was like, this is my city. We're going to start off just like this. And she played the baddest bitch. And from there, it was 20 nonstop hits, no misses. She played all the club records, all her features, Five Star Chick, uh, One Minute Man, Be All Right with Ludacris, just everything that you forgot that Trina was a part of. And the energy level was so apparent, so just... I was inspired. I can't wait to hit the stage again. I can't wait to, to have yeah, that yeah. connection with the audience like Trina had. And just, I, I I was just blown away. And on top of all that, she looked the fuck good. My sister sent me a text like, Trina's hair, that's all it said, was in two words. You know why? Because that's all I needed to be said. She didn't need to mince words. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? That's how good Trina looked. It was obvious. It was undeniable. Um, aging gracefully, age yeah. appropriate. She, she was uh, dripping and all that. Laquan Smith, you know what I'm saying? Head to toe, Laquan, Laquan Smith. You know, it might have been a little Christian Louboutin on the toe, but still, head to ankle, Laquan Smith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She did look and beautiful. And she just looked beautiful. Hair silky, pressed the fuck down, mm-hmm. hanging off her ass. Like, energy on rapper. 
You know what I'm saying? Profane, filthy language. She wasn't holding back. I loved it. I was thoroughly satisfied. That had to now, be one of the cleanest verses, honestly. Cleanest. I was not less than impressed by Eve. I still love Eve. I love her music. Those records she was playing were sounded good even to this day. Um, all of her, uh, like, My Enemies and just all those songs that I love. But Trina watched her. It was cool okay, to see Eve rap, though, because I feel like I haven't seen her in that. Missing yeah, it. I haven't British seen her in that space in so long that to see her kind of lock back into that, I was like, oh, shit. Low-key, I forgot how dope Eve was and just her whole energy when she first came out with Rough Riders. She's so far removed from that that it's really Hell easy yeah. to not even see her like that. So it was cool. And it was cool that she was like down a step back in. She gave me that exactly. same street shit. She didn't clean it up or try to refine it. Nothing. It was like back at it. And they both look really good, to be honest. I tweeted that. I was like, they, they look did. gorgeous. I love seeing I our like icons healthy, beautiful. They look happy. <laughs> What'd you say, Dustin? <laughs> I didn't like Eve's boots. What was wrong with her boots? That's I don't all. remember. The way they looked, they was like like blue sequin boots, and it just they were just was just there. I think That's they were so good. They literally looked like it looked like wardrobe from like remember the Donna Summer play that was on Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Remember when they performed on the tongue? It looked like she like looked good wardrobe. to me. I loved her hair. She looked good. She looked good. Face, body, them. hair, all yeah. that. She looked. They yeah, both look great. They, they yeah. look beautiful. Both. Legit. Of. I'm just. This is an aesthetic like choice. The <laughs> but uh, um, but no, it was good to see that, and I love Eve's transformation. You know, I'm all about For that sure. refinement, mm-hmm. showing up as your best self, growth, mm-hmm. progression. I love how she has pushed the needle forward consistently, and she left the talk because she had that new show that's coming out on ABC um, with Naturi Norton and Brandy. That that oh, drama, Queens. Hour when does drama that drop? By the way, does anyone um, know? I'm not sure, but it's coming soon. Yeah, because I'm starting soon. to see all the promos because it got picked up. Yeah, so that's coming. So Eve is the shit to me. She always will be. I love her relationship. I love the fact that she has found a true love with this man over, you know, in in the UK. And her life just—it's just crazy. I love it. It was so funny because right before she did the Got a Man song, she was out. Well, I do Got a Man. He better so because I guess it was about somebody else at the time, or she had somebody else in mind at the time. But she was like, "Oh well, still applies. Shit, even better, even more now." So they both catch that accent going in and out. That British accent. She's like, "Put your hand up." I was like, "Bitch!" Like once again, I was like. I knew you were about to okay. do that. Listen, she need to be in the studio with all the British dolls since she out there playing anyway. Because there's a, a wave of girls that be out there. So she shout out to like Eve. like Dorit on Beverly Hills Housewives. That's how Eve sounds. She got an accent like Dorit from Don't, Housewives. Look, why Beverly you playing Hill. by Housewives now? There's some <laughs> shit going on there now, but... Sorry, yeah, go ahead, um, so thanks to everybody that watched versus why I'm thanking you. I don't know. I just feel a personal attachment to Trina. So, and and she <laughs> was smart because she dropped watching. a single as soon as versus was over, which I never understand why everyone doesn't do that. Like this, the the world's eyes what are on better? you. And not only did she drop a single, but it is a great single. I think it's a contender for summer record, personally. She don't need no receipt. She don't need no receipt. She don't need no (laughs) receipt. Trina is just a boss, and her energy was just. Mm -hmm. I love seeing her on her rapper shit. I love seeing all all the rappers on their rapper shit. The female rappers, her posturing and everything. I was I was so entertained. So versus was great. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac is about to come back on. I guess Giselle and Robin got a damn podcast called Reasonably Shady or whatever. 
um, which is on the Black Network, Black Effect Network. Shout out to Black Effect Network. I have a show on there too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so shout out to the Black Effect Network. <laughs> I want that shit to be successful. I'm by no means bashing, but we all know that Giselle. You know, is Jamal coming? <laughs> Of course not. So now that's going on. But season six is about to premiere. It's going to be great. There's a new housewife named Mia Thornton who's going to give them hell. And I can't wait to see it. Um, she's the one who was throwing that salad at Candace in the trailer. So immediately I was, you know, I'm all in. I was wow. tested. Once I Candace that. always in the shit. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's coming soon. Um, Housewives of Atlanta, there's a lot of questions going on with the casting for next season. So keep your ear to the street and keep your eyes on the Peach Report daily on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Married to Medicine, uh, for my thoughts on that, you can check out this week's episode of Warning Signs on our friends on Patreon, which if you're not subscribed to that, you are more than welcome to subscribe right now, tomorrow, yesterday, the day before, and again after that. Go over there if you would like my detailed thoughts on Married to Medicine. But we are approaching the reunion, and Dr. Heavenly looked beautiful. And may I also say that I love the fact that Dr. Heavenly is running Married to Medicine now. Her YouTube channel is popping and has all the the less than desirables upset about it on the show. (laughs) She has great relationships. Andy Cohen can't get enough of her. Every promo they show, she's talking to him. She's in conversation with him. She's fiercely loyal to Dr. Jackie. She was fiercely loyal to Quad until Quad shook it up. And she's maintained a sense of loyalty to her somewhat. Um, And I'm just, I love Dr. Heavenly on that show. Flaws, draws, and all. Same. uh, Did you see her Instagram where she had the wigs? Yeah, I love the. I want to go. And, we going to the beauty spa. To and we going to get our teeth cleaned by her too. Her oh, daughter is gorgeous. Instantly, uh, whenever we back in Atlanta, I will definitely be at Heavenly's offices. <laughs> All of yeah. them. Um, I, also, I, what you, do you have thoughts on Married to Medicine? Uh, no, but I just wanted to quickly say to you, uh, mm-hmm. I know you don't watch Housewives of Beverly Hills, but I do. Whenever, I've oh, been you watching do? this season, and I love Crystal. Check them hoes. The new lady. I love her. Crystal's amazing. I also want to implore you to watch on Hulu if you have it. Um, they've just dropped a documentary on Erica Jane and her now Housewife ex-husband. and the Hustler. Yes. I haven't watched it yet, oh, but it is, is that on the my one? list. Okay, okay. Even I heard about that. I'm definitely going to watch it. Maybe we'll put that Look on the bin. We should do that. I was about to say, that might be the episode for next week because that's all, it's a little uh, a crime zone-ish. Right. Because... Maybe. I don't know, though, because it, it made me kind of not want to watch the show anymore. I was like, damn, Erica, like, what the fuck is this shit? But it's not her did fault for what they're showing. It's Tom. Did you makes. see the clip of Garcelle Beauvais, her ass, Erica talking, to, talking to the women about Erica Jane's situation? Now, friends on listeners, pull in, a, pull in close, because this is hilarious. So the the divorce announcement. Erica Jane is a character on the cast of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She is, I believe, like forty seven or forty eight years old, somewhere yeah. around there. And her husband, well, estranged husband now, because they've actually filed for divorce. His name is Tom Girardi, yep. and he is eighty two years oh, old. Shit. Right. I didn't so know there's he a was there's a drastic old. age difference. Mm-hmm. Drastic. Damn. And so, um. After the divorce announcement and, uh, you know, the subsequent uh, announcement of his investigation, because he is under investigation for allegedly stealing some money that, you know, he should some have, relief of funds. Course. So that announcement, coupled with the divorce announcement, of course, has her castmates asking lots of questions. One of the best and most, 
I mean, I this why she got cast for the real. See it to believe it. So Garcelle, <laughs> they're all sitting in a room talking about Erica's decision to file for divorce, and Garcelle says she's sitting there and she's. She's like leaning back in the seat. She has this uh, Louis Vuitton iridescent like bucket hat on her head. She's doing like this and she says, I wonder why she doesn't just wait. And she looks. (laughs) And Dorit. And and, and all of the women and Lisa Lisa Renna, one of her castmates says, wait for what? What do do you mean? And she looked at Garcia and it was quiet. Garcia didn't say anything and she goes, (laughs) <laughs> and then Dorit, one of the other cast members says I know what you're thinking I literally know what you're thinking and then Kyle Richards go and then Kyle Richards says well, well, well tell us so we can know and then Garcelle says well they've just been married for so long and then Kyle goes oh 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 because it dawns on her that Garcelle is saying why doesn't Erica just wait for him to I die mean, instead of divorcing him? Man, that was a true gem. So glad you tuned in. So when I tell you, I was on the floor. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I have ever seen in my life. And that, it, Garcelle earned her diamond with that one scene. Yes. Because that was just... I mean, you talking about she gets real with the girls. Her (laughs) first season, she asked uh, one of the other ladies whose first season it was as well, Sutton. She was like, you know, so how do you make your money? And Sutton was like, what? Like, she was so offended. But Garcelle's like, you know, if I if I'm going to ask you something, I'm going to ask. Like, she's that type of bitch. So from there, she parlayed into the real. Also another season. But really quickly, back to Crystal Minkoff. I thought Mm -hmm. it was so interesting that the Internet was um, up in arms about the price of a purse she had. I think they were upset because the purse was about... 10, 20K. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Almost 100K. $95,000 Birkin bag. (laughs) But I think it was a Birkin. Housewives of Beverly Hills specifically has always been an upwards display of wealth. And also, I don't know if you saw, but her son, she has two kids, and her son runs in with this titanium Louis case and opens it up and proceeds to take out these beautiful jade amber. uh, Mahjong sets. uh, It was crazy. The wealth. Couldn't get an actual price on them, but definitely past 10K from what I'm seeing. So Come I was like, they, like the little boy just came in here stunting with the Louis V. Johnson. What the fuck <laughs> are we doing Her husband here? made the Lion King. Wow. Yes. Okay. Got like, it. So, lit, like the money, money ain't money. never going to stop. Money. Never going to yeah. stop. That mean they eating off of Broadway. They eating off of everything you can think of that say the Lion King. Wow. So. Damn. Money. Whoa. So yes, yeah, so yeah. glad we had that Beverly Hills moment. Money. And she been bagging them hoes, checking them left and right, and I love it. Oh, so you're, not... you're gonna be that girl? I don't see color. Right. You're, you're that you're gonna, girl. Tell me you're that girl. That's what she told Sutton. <laughs> what did Sutton do? Turned into Karen. I'm yes. like, damn, I had high hopes for you, Sutton. I really didn't. Yeah, want she you to was be a turning Karen. it around because and at first, you know, her and Dorit, she was like, you know, doing the whole let the mouse go, mm-hmm. and then she brought it back. But and she's taking it really, really odd. And Sutton, I mean, not Sutton, Dorit has really been checking hoes this season, too. Like, the way she was handling Kyle's ass, she's like, really, Kyle? You're crying now? Like I'm going to leave. <sighs> Dorit can dress her ass off, but I saw her have something negative to say recently about Garcelle in the press. So I'm keeping mm. my eye on her before I mm. fully get behind her rallying in support of her fashion sense mm. and fake accent. Um, yeah, the accent is uh, it's gonna take, but I like it. I like the fact that it's manufactured and that she's committed to it because she is married <laughs> to she is married to us believing that that's how her motherfucking voice sounds, <laughs> and it's something about that that I like. 
Lawrence the bitch ain't a Republican. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like I can like her, but I just don't like what I had to, what I saw she had to say about Garcelle. So I'm waiting for more context and more offenses before I really start talking about her. Because just like I'm intrigued by that accent, I can definitely offer some commentary on it too. Per. So I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Keep it cool, but... <laughs> I think that's going to be it for... Um, oh, David Makes Man is coming back. It oh, actually comes show. on today. Yeah, y'all know I love mm -hmm. David Makes Man. is coming back, so look out for that on OWN, season two of that. And um, I believe that's it for TV Land this week. Hey, and this week yeah. on The Binge, we are going to start watching Encore, Asante. Yes. You want to give people BT's the Encore. a little tease about that so they can sign up if they already aren't? Yes, make sure that you make sure you go on BT's website or your service provider or your on-demand service and you check out the first couple episodes of the Encore. We're going to dive into it. We're going to talk about who's arrived at the house, what they're doing at the house, should they stay, should they go. Find out more on The Binge, only on Friends on Patreon. <laughs> and that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash The Friend Zone Podcast. You can find us there every week as well as every week on this show. And as always, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. <laughs>